Hello, beautiful people. It is Winter Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. The NFL playoffs are hours away, and this show starts now. Football! Hey, we're about to get into it, aren't we? Hell yeah. yeah. Let's all make sure we, uh, whenever we wake up sure. these next few days, <laughs> let's all take it in where we are and where we've come from remember training camp was taking place and we had no idea what was going to happen we thought every team had a chance to maybe win the super bowl why did we think that well because a couple years back the Bengals were terrible and last year the Bengals made it to the super bowl it not only made it to the super bowl if aaron donald is in a fucking monster like aaron donald is joey burrow probably hits jamar chase and they win the fucking super bowl yeah so i made every team believe that they could be team Cincinnati Bengals of this particular season. And now we're here. Seven left on the AFC, seven left on the NFC. And after Saturday and Sunday and Monday night's Cowboys Buccaneers game, we will be down to the divisional round where we will only have a few weeks left of the NFL season. Damn. Wow. Every moment we get to enjoy this season, every moment we get to chat about what's happening right now, we need to enjoy because we are just a month or so away. From the dreaded off-season oh blues. Son of God. a bitch. <laughs> the off-season blues, what does that mean? Well, we're going to have to talk about like litigation, yep. lawsuits, yeah. uh-huh. lawyers, mm-hmm. and right. injuries, and maybe smoke screens and mirrors and things that are happening all over the place. So now that we have actual football about to take place, the most important football of the season about to take place, let's fucking enjoy the hell out of this. Uh-huh. Thank you to the NFL for a hell of a season. Great season, NFL. NFL. Thanks, Goodell. College football obviously wrapped up with a blowout with the Georgia Bulldogs repeating. Wide. And now all eyes are on the men's league that kicks off on Saturday, I believe, at 4.30. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is the San Francisco 49ers game against the Seahawks. We just saw Pete Carroll on a scooter. Ooh. They're looking lively, even though the last time they played the Niners, I was in the building, and the Niners won that one rather handily. Now, yeah. they had a chance to come back late. Never seemed like they were going to be able to do it against that Niners defense, and they're hot. But that kicks off super wild card week. Weekend, and we need to enjoy the hell out of it. This wild card weekend, we will have our same game parlay holiday back. Ooh. Here we go. I will have a parlay alongside AJ Hawk, Evan Foxy, Dirty, and I think, think that was it. Think that's it. Yeah. You four. We will have a same game parlay. Let's together. go. The pod will have a same game parlay. That team will be the toxic table at Boston Connor, at Ty Schmidt, and Zito and Billy too. Okay. Right. The uh, pod's putting a parlay together. Oh, yeah. Then Hammer Don is putting together a parlay. That'll be at Tone Diggs. And who will be your teammates? Good question. I assume Gumpy and Bruce. And Mitt, Mitt. I believe. Oh, and Mitt. Jeez, Tone. Did you not pay? I mean, we. I feel like I was not around for that conversation. I feel like whole team was in there. I was figuring out because we'd forgot about the same game parlay holiday. Yeah, you know, Fanduel and us have had a relationship for a few years. Uh, We've obviously seen different chapters of Fanduel take place. Yep, different C suites. We've been. We've almost been at FanDuel longer than anybody aside from the bookmaker and the coders at FanDuel. So we have a lot of pride in the fact that Mm -hmm. FanDuel has done very well. In the same game parlay holiday, not only was a smashing success last Mm -hmm. year, this year it's going to be even better. You know why? Because we're all going to hit. Boom. That's right. Boom. Boom. Not missing any. The Pat McAfee Show parlay that Foxy, AJ, Dirty, and myself are putting together, going to hit. 
probably going to be on that first game if we yeah. had to guess. We've been oh, eyeing yeah. it in Here a little we go. bit. Mm-hmm. The pod, the same game parlay from the pod is going to hit because you've been eyeing the the Jags Chargers. And let me just say, we have I think probably the biggest lock in the history of betting. Oh, Hammered <laughs> Down has no idea what they're putting their same game parlay mm-hmm. on, but whatever they do put it on will be a good one. Will be a winner because they're professional gamblers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the last team will be that's Hockey Talk, which has that episode every single Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, live at YouTube.com forward slash that's. Hockey, Hockey talk. Hell yeah. You will be alongside who? I believe Rupper and potentially CFO Phil if he chooses to participate. That'd be crazy if CFO Phil chose to participate with something that our business was doing because he's always so busy with everything else going on, although he does keep everything running, so we appreciate the hell out of him. But if he could find time in his life to be a part of your parlay and you put his brain next to Rupp's brain next to your brain, I think we're going to hit all Woo. four of these parlays. Let's Come enjoy on. this. Come on, boys. Come on, boys. I don't know if any of them will be boosted or what the exact is, but you will be able to get your money back if you bet on them and they lose. Uh, it won't be a full money return. It's like 50% o- over a certain amount. I think all the rules are getting yeah, kind ironed, of out, ironed, ironed out, out right now, but you'll be getting money back if you bet on those alongside of us. It won't be 100%. I think it'll be a 50% and 40% of your money back on these to celebrate the Super Wild Card Weekend, and we are very excited about it. Well, there's a lot of news stories happening around the NFL. We'll cover them all today. We will also be joined by three beat reporters. Ooh. We'll be feeling the beat with David Lombardi of the Niners, Sal Capaccio of the Bills, and Art Stapleton of the Giants. Obviously, those are three playoff teams uh, that have made it and that have been covering. That is three writers that have been covering a team that has had a hell of a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. hell of a year. They're in the dance. That's right. Can't wait to chat with them. And then, obviously, A.J. Hawk and the man who's been joining us all season long on uh, Wednesday and Thursday on this yes, particular sir. stage. And a guy that was out with us at SoFi feeling the rain inside in L.A., Ladies and gentlemen, the host of the Man to Man podcast, nine-year NFL vet, everything DB host, Darius Butler. Yeah, D-Butt. You. I haven't talked to you on air since the national championship. Mm-hmm. Just quick wrap up there. Dogs are good football. Mm-hmm. Dogs, dogs are good I mean, football? Yeah, really good. It was ugly. Obviously, you know, been on there in the Peach Bowl, seen them go up with Old State. Once they got over that hump, they were pissed off. You heard the pregame speech. And they came out and put an ass whooping on TCU. But um, it was a great, still a great environment, great crowd. Um, little, little rain in there, but it was cool, man. It was dope. The rain, um, the rain and the drop. Hell, yeah. You did great out there, too. You need to know that. The rain caused some stretcher situations. Yeah. Yeah. It was the scene. As we predicted oh, wow. earlier in the day when we were doing the show live mm-hmm. from SoFi, and uh-huh. it was just dropping right in front of that one bathroom. To get yep. to the bathroom, you had to, like, walk <laughs> through a waterfall Pretty where much, we were. Yep. And it was slick. And we're like, no way, that's just how it's going to be for the game. I guess it was, it and was. that wasn't the only bathroom that it was like that. I guess no. all the mm-hmm. all the exterior places where the canopy was kind of loose, pretty slick. I guess there was people that did get stretched out of there. Yeah, yeah. they, they got to figure that out. You still think that's uh, that's the future? That's what people are going to do? Spend six billion and have a fucking canopy with sideways <laughs> rain? We were uh, mistaken whenever we said that SoFi needs to be how <laughs> yes. everybody does mm-hmm. every stadium. It is beautiful. It yeah. is gorgeous. It is grand. It is very nice. The field suites were a scam, yeah. yep. and the, it, it has a roof, and rain was getting inside. Exactly. Right. A lot so, of seats that stunk. So there's yeah. a couple of things there that make you go, did Kroenke get bamboozled a little bit with uh, how much they charge him to build the thing? Mm. Or is there a chance that he paid more because he wanted it done right now? Yep. And uh, this was kind of a really smart, yeah. cool-looking thing. 
Yes. Probably. I think that's probably the case. Still a beautiful venue. Yeah. Just some things that we experienced that were just like, oh, this is not what every stadium should think about doing going forward. This should yeah. definitely be fixed. You yeah, know? Yeah, well, they tried to fix it, too, because they had that one lady with a mop going sure. around <laughs> the entire uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. concourse, basically mopping everything up. So I think they did you know, do their best, at least. I did see that video. She had, like, uh, elementary school... Uh, you drag the bucket yeah. and you put the thing there, and she was <laughs> mopping everything. There was like thirty up. people around. Yep. That was a tough. Piso mojado signs everywhere. Yeah, you're right. Caution, wet floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I was gonna say, what the hell? I think is it's Quidado, right? Could have been. I thought we were <laughs> thought we were talking to TikTok for a second. Hey, we are on <laughs> we are on TikTok right now. By the way, hey yeah. TikTok. Hey, hey. how I'm long? Live on TikTok right now. Now, if everything they say about TikTok is true. Uh, we won't be live on here for long. Yep, right now. Probably get taken down or whatever. But yep. we... Ni hao. Ni hao wa. Okay, say. so it's guidado, which is caution, piece of mojado. So okay, we're... so that's caution wet floor signs we all see in bathrooms. So okay. if I need to have the 10,000, they didn't have enough of them. I guess that's the worst rain they've gotten in a long time. It was flooding and everything yeah. out there. Yeah. Still terrible. Just so there. happened to be in a national. So tease and peace to everybody out there. Water, I think you should try to hang on to it right there over there because there's Definitely. a lot of yeah. drought issues, yep. but For it's sure. coming in. I don't. So we just so happen to be there on the worst mm-hmm. worst weekend in decades. SoFi Stadium. Yeah. Saw some yeah. flooding, too. Saw some pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah. Flooding. Flights. Yeah, flights were delayed. I mean. Hope everybody's okay. Uh, flights were grounded today, too. Yeah. What's going on there? Some yeah, sort of massive FAA hat. technological glitch, which... Uh-huh. I'm happy I don't have to travel for a while. You know, just so happy to sure. come right after yeah. the the travel. Tra- but that is a while. What ha- what glitch just causes every plane not to be able to contact with the other planes and have any clue where any other planes are? I have no idea. You mentioned it. Can you imagine being in the sky while that happened? No, it's just a free for all. There must be just some an absolute sort of- free for all. All right, I'm gonna go up to 45. No, somebody else is going up to 45,000 feet. We just gotta hope. Scary shit. Yes. Can't uh, land either. Like, all right, folks, I know we're 10 <laughs> minutes from our destination. We're going to circle for the next three and a half hours. This is what somebody's going to say right now. I can already hear it. Um, there is processes and protocols in place for if this is to take place, what pilots are supposed to do and everything like that. And I appreciate you just assuming every pilot's a good pilot. I'm here to tell you that not every pilot is built the same. No. They all might have gone through the same hours of sure. training. Mm-hmm. There are some shit pilots out there that need not be put in a position where they're making decisions for other planes' lives. Now, I've been on a couple of their, on these flights, a couple of these flights with these pilots, and walking off, it's hard not to, like, thank you for getting me on the ground. That was the goal. Yeah. yeah. I guess that, w- that was the goal. All the things you're controlling kind of scary. So if it is all just pilot-based thing, I think we should be good for a majority of pilots being great. But there are pilots up there that are not good at flying planes. And they can get it down, and they can get it up. But that is a scary situation to even think about. it. Not commercial flights, obviously. Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I just hope the guy who flew us to Danbury that one time was not in the sky. No, that's, I, that's, the, that's the perfect example of... He wasn't in that the was sky. A, that, was a death, that was a death mission that we survived. I'm pretty excited. Gums drove off the runway, taken off. Yeah, I, I don't know how dead. that happens. Yeah, he was, he's not in the sky. He's and that's with FFA up. Too, by the way, if FAA Don bad, <laughs> very bad. FFA Future Farmers Association, <laughs> not what we were talking about. FFA, two A's, yep. two A's. FFA, FFA, also not what we were talking about. Okay. Good bar. A lot of opportunities though, but hope everybody's okay. Obviously, yeah. good luck. It's protocols. Totally That's clear. a wild thing to think about. Just planes having no fucking idea where they are, what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And because you got to report every airspace you go into, you report, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, these pilots are just doing this number here. Yep. You know, and then they got their, their friends out here. Mm-hmm. I've actually been on a couple planes that had just no view. 
just can't see anything because the sun. You're flying yeah. into the sun, yep. so you just got the whole whole front just locked off. They're in their own little apartment up there, just yeah. chilling. Yeah, autopilot like that. Boom, mm -hmm. boom. And all of a sudden, you get into a new space. You got a <laughs> I heard whiskey, whiskey tango, tango uh, coming through there through Tarantino. <laughs> yep, gotcha. Sorry about that. Just had to check into the airspace or whatever, and then they're doing the next one. So that's all done, I guess, because they couldn't contact to each other. Right. Yeah. How's that happen? Well, how's that ha how's that happen? It's almost like there are robots in every you know airspace flying around doing something. So I think we could point to the birds that are probably messing right. with some sort right, so of let's, let's signal. Move, uh, let's move to the NFL. I thought you were going to actually talk about drones being a problem. Drones, there. probably. I thought there was a chance you were going to say that, but instead you went with your bird thing, which is great <laughs> and continues to be awesome. A bunch of birds were gathered yesterday in Texas. Mm -hmm. Connor, phone in my face. What do you call that? Gotcha. I'm like, looks like a family flock reunion. Of, flock of birds. Yeah. Like uh -huh. looks That's like way too south. many birds. That's way too many birds, isn't it? I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. Is it? Is that a lot of birds? And I'm like, oh, they're all flying the same way. Well, that's what birds do. Mm, they don't all fly south of Texas, Tony. I mean, that's not just a flock. Connor, you, you tell me what's going on here. Yeah. This is what Connor told exactly. me. Exactly. You, you might be on to something. They might be recharging. Thank you, D-Butt. Finally. Yeah. Jesus. I think a tortilla truck just bird. crashed over there. There's going to be better people. evidence in this. That's what I said, too. Connor, right, wait, Connor came, signed, sealed, delivered. This is birds are fake. There this video right here to my face. Foxy, I don't know. You heard Darius just say Darius just empowered him, though. Yeah, Darius he did. said, all right, let's see what you're Must saying. And Connor, that gives lost. him another, what, 10, 12 sure. months of power. <laughs> Years, maybe. And not to mention there were other videos where they weren't flying. It was just a 10-second video. No one moving. Everyone just sitting on their power charging stations. All right. Napping, team maybe meeting. resting, mm -hmm. relaxing, team hanging, meeting, waiting right for something. Team meeting, you oh, think yeah, this yeah. is? The players you. only. Look what about like on top of the sign? What are we concerned about here? I don't know. I have no idea. I said just a bunch of birds know. flying around. Yeah. Mm -mm. You're telling me birds fly south to Texas? They in don't. January? And they fly in like similar patterns? They don't go to Texas. They go to Florida. Just like old <laughs> people. Did you talk to them? Uh-huh. All right, let's the go to news. Hey, happy everything's going well in your, your theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're building steam. There's a large group of us that are feeling real good right now. How come they just fly into cars? Because they malfunction. And then where's the, where's the blood? They have fake blood in there, too? Like Bingo. they're selling fake blood? Bingo. Like they bite on something in there that gives them like the Halloween. When they're made, they gave them fake blood. And they, how many times have you stopped at a dead bird? Let me investigate this for a second. <laughs> Not very often. <laughs> exactly. That's why no one's catching on. I guess we should ask Dahmer, right? That was kind of Dahmer's yeah. thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll what about if... that bird that ran in front of Randy Johnson's pitch? Yeah, what was that yeah, bird that doing? That was one of the uh, last yeah. great ones, actually. That was a devastation. <laughs> that was a true bummer when Randy Johnson killed that bird. <laughs> it wasn't Randy. It was the ball. That's right. It was yeah. the ball, yeah. mm -hmm. for sure. Did they show the blood? I don't remember blood. Oh, no. That oh. thing exploded into a thousand <laughs> fucking pieces. <laughs> On the bird? Did you? Yeah. Don't be. Hey, we I don't need you. Feathers. We don't sure need you buying it. But that's a great point. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> blood either. I remember blood splatter. I remember feathers, but. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Sean McVay has said in a staff meeting he does not know what he will be doing next year and has also told all of his coaches they can go seek employment elsewhere. Oh. You can go do interviews, whatever you want to do, because it is being reported that his future is in limbo with 
the Los Angeles Rams. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN was reporting that. Peter Schrager has a podcast. He's very tight with McVay. I think he said that there's no guarantees on next year for anything. I think he was referring to like media as opposed to Rams. I don't know what the future holds here for McVay. Last year it was talked about because obviously McVay had won a Super Bowl. He is the second coming, everybody believes, in football of John Gruden. And John Gruden, obviously, not the best emailer no. uh, 10, 15 years ago to... Um, a toxic organization. How about Snyder? How about Snyder just saying, I'm, everybody's, everybody's killing us. Go through those 70,000 emails. Yeah. Find me a couple that aren't good. You should see what we got on Gruden. Fuck it. Sounds Send good. It. Yeah. Yeah. Get it out of here. Pretty much happened. Gruden ends up getting fired. He's in the middle of a lawsuit with the NFL. Mm -hmm. But when he was in the Monday Night Football booth, he was a game changer oh, for yeah. television. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was built for television. High energy, great resume, obviously football acumen through the roof. Had a full buy-in, too, from the entire production room and from everybody that's on air. This is John Gruden's show. We're going to do everything. He was Madden there for a while. Yeah. They were building Monday Night Football around him. So a lot of TV execs and TV networks thought this McVay guy, he has a lot of the same qualities. Just like Madden, he coached when he was young, had success. Maybe he's burnt out, right? That's what happened with Madden. Madden goes to the TV booth, changes the whole game. Drives his bus everywhere, gets a video game, becomes a voice mm -hmm. of the NFL, teaches football in, in uh, what is that, USC? California? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, I think he was USC coach. He became the face of football for a while. Gruden, when he was at Monday Night Football, it was the fucking John Gruden League, basically, because of the spotlight and how great he was at his gig. Then he got Amazon trying to build an NFL network pretty much from scratch because they're getting all the Thursday night games exclusively, trying to forge a new road in this whole brand new streaming NFL life that we are currently about to live for the next hundred years, hopefully, if we're all around that long in the league is around that long. Sean McVay was allegedly offered $20 million by Amazon last year to call 15 Thursday night football games. Damn. Now that we're through those Thursday night football games, we saw what those games were. Yeah. We saw how a lot of those things went. Will Sean McVay make that game more must-see? That is what networks are going to have to chat about. And then you start bouncing around to where you'd potentially get hired. Is TV the option for him right now? NBC's got, what, Collinsworth Tarico in right. their first year on Sunday night football. Yep. CBS got Tony Romo and Jim Nance. They're paying Tony Romo $17 million, yep. I think. Yep. Jim Nance is making over 10 because of the Tony Romo deal. Uh, then you go to uh, uh, Fox. You got fucking Greg Olson mm -hmm. sitting in place for Tom Brady, who might be coming. Yep. And who's the... Uh, uh, Burkhart. He's going to be with Tom, who's I with believe, Olsen right now? I believe so, Olsen's yeah. calling the Super Bowl. Olsen's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's not is. bad at all. Uh -huh. I'm a big Love fan. Olsen I'm a big, yeah. big fan yeah. of Olsen. You go to ESPN, and I guess I would also count ABC, because if ABC is going to get the Super Bowl, you got Troy Aikman and Joe Buck who have been together for 30 years. I, Amazon's got a, a Black Friday game coming up, I guess. You yeah, can talk right. about that. CBS has other crews. Obviously, Fox has other crews. But I don't know where that potential gig would be that was there last year when it was maybe $20 million. Not saying that he's going to regret turning down the $20 million. Allegedly, this is all being reported. Who knows? We are in the middle of conversations with Amazon at the same exact time. So that was a great piece of information to leak. Whoever leaked it, we do appreciate the hell out of that. Thank you. But I don't know if this is the right year. It's almost like some years you, you need a quarterback. 
and just so happens the draft class doesn't like hey this just isn't yeah. good here it's almost like if he was to go to tv i don't know where he would go right now that's a good question but i, I feel like he would be great 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 oh, yeah. on tv obviously you know he was you know the golden child in the nfl couple super bowl appearances got all those other guys hired um that kind of i guess came from his tree or ran a similar offense um, I would love to see him on TV, but I don't. Me too. I wouldn't see him there for long. Honestly, I would see him maybe, maybe two years, and then right back into coaching. So they thought that was going to happen with Madden. Madden stuck yeah. with it. Gruden stuck with it for like ten years or whatever. Yeah. He was in there a long time, but he mm -hmm. inevitably had to get back into it. Go ahead, Tone. I'm thinking, is this just a really good way to get rid of your entire coaching staff that you don't don't feel like is cutting it because all they've all been picked and gone to other teams without having to be the bad guy and firing him and be like, hey, you guys, go ahead, man. I don't know what I'm going to do next year. But I want to know if Raheem Morris stays or not because I know Raheem Morris is a great DC. So maybe he's like, hey, Raheem, we're, we're, super, we're coming Super back. baby face out of firing people yeah. if this is what it is. And you would call upon your media friends to be like, hey, I don't know what I'm going to do. So mm -hmm. let everyone you know. know. Let them know that <laughs> down. That'd be a great play by yeah, Sean McVay. Yeah, hey, you guys get to, hey, if you guys get a job, go ahead and go get ahead, it. Oh, geez. That's not, and honestly, I don't know what my future looks like. 20 million last off season. I mean, <laughs> yeah. TV's gotten worse, probably more. What? Go do your thing. Raheem, uh, he's he's getting interviewed by the Colts, I believe, today or tomorrow. Okay, yeah, so maybe. Okay. A few places. There's but. some interviews happening today for the Indianapolis Colts, I assume, for other places yeah. happening today. There's a lot going on. We could maybe get that answer soon. Would have never thought of that. That's why I'm happy you're here. Yeah. What do you got, Connor? It'd be exactly like the Bucks. He could be like, hey, I wouldn't feel comfortable in a few years, you know, giving this team over. That doesn't have all these vets, you know. They'll still have Stafford and Donald and Cooper Cup. So maybe if Raheem Morris doesn't get any of those jobs, McVay might just pass the baton. Hey, I'm comfortable giving this team away because I know Bruce Arians is, was coached for 50 years ago. He handed the baton over. Yeah. What, what's Sean McVay doing? He's handing the baton over and then just chilling? <laughs> to Raheem. No, no. And then he's joining TV. I assume, and maybe this is, you know, not the exact right way to think, but if Collinsworth, you know, hasn't signed an extension, maybe pair him with Tarico. It was their first year. It's not as if they're, you know, tied to the hip, but. Is Collinsworth up? Collinsworth ain't going anywhere. I, I don't know what his contract is. Oh, so you. <laughs> well, there was one video that popped up with NBC with Collinsworth that I figured maybe there were some. Backlash towards so but. Collinsworth. The whole thought about Collinsworth, I think they kept him around in the booth for like continuity purposes because right, of losing yes. out Michaels. And mm -hmm. I think Collinsworth is good personally. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think he. Me too. That's not a shot. I don't think he's the one that we need to push out of any of these spots. But at the time being, maybe he's just gonna relax and enjoy life a little bit too. Yeah, you know, like Sean married. Payton, he retired. Everybody's assuming he wants to get back into football as soon as possible. He did that kickoff show for Fox. Mm -hmm. He said he enjoyed it, had a blast doing it. Maybe Sean McVay's just looking for a restart. I have no idea. Pat, could McVay fill a similar role that Payton did for Fox with Amazon's coverage with the panel that's all the players and Carissa Thompson? They don't have like a head coach on there. Maybe he could fill that role for them. Oh, you said Sean Payton because we we're just talking about Sean yes. Payton. I thought you were talking about Peyton Manning. No, sorry, Sean. I Peyton. immediately thought like, yeah, oh, like some sort of maybe, maybe Sean McVay. To your point, like the the thing about the not needing a quarterback, like that's that's a perfect analogy because no no network is going to pay him premium a premium price and then have him be like the third game. Like if he's no. getting twenty million from somewhere, like that. Then, maybe it's not even the money though. Yeah, no. Maybe it's a, he just wants a reset. For sure, you know? for sure. But just from. But the, why would you at that age with a head coaching job? There's only thirty two of them. You're in L. A. Man, he, he seems like just from the outside looking in, he seems like he is just obsessed with the shit, like all in. Um, so a break would be good for him. And then, 
I mean, the Stafford already let him know, like, hey. So that's a good transition right there because Stafford was on game day mm-hmm. um, because obviously George is playing. I don't know if you saw it. Checkdown had a video of Matthew Stafford, Stetson Bennett, Kirby Smart celebrating in the hallway, yep. oh. and David Coonan. Of course. It the, makes sense. The Let's video go. the video ends with David Coonan's face literally the whole <laughs> cuz I saw Stafford dapping and those this is a very inside joke. Uh-huh. Sure. Except for for a lot of people that know fucking David Coonan. David Coonan is a weapon of a human also an agent at CAA. He went to Georgia, knows Stafford well. So whenever I saw Stafford dapping up uh, in the video, I was like, oh, okay, there's Coonan right yep. there in the back. Yep. There's Co- boom, the right ball, on the left. The ball guy? That's what's up. No, no, bald Barking. guy. We know bald guy, too. Bald guy, good guy, too. He's uh, part of Coonan's friends group. At the end of this video, though, yeah, that's Coonan right there. Oh, end of the video, if this is the one on check down, his face is literally the entire video. Like, the, he, he's, they'll do a photo. Kirby Smart will get out of the way. He just hits a camera. They'll take a photo. Kirby Smart goes, all right, now you two dogs take a photo. Yep. All right, here all right, we go. Coonan, get in here. He takes a photo. Just <laughs> wait towards the end. Be ready for the pause. You'll see it. It'll be – there's Patrick Forty in the back. Met him this weekend. He was cool. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. That's David Coonan. Ah, he's awesome. Oh, yeah. Dude. What a legend. Coonan is a legend. I, I was – as I was watching that, I was, like, so incredibly excited to, like – Where's Coonan? Yeah. Oh, there's Coonan. And then, oh, Coonan's the whole video. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. But that is something like TV, maybe it's not about, maybe he did learn about Stafford. And Stafford was on game day, and I asked Stafford, hey, actually, you look healthy. You know, you, you, look real, you look real healthy over there. He has to know uh-huh. that every human in oh, the yeah. football world is talking about, like, no offense, Staff. We understand how good you are and how great the game has been to you and how long you've been kind of submerged by football and your whole life is football. And Steve Young talked to Tom Brady about it on the Let's Go podcast. And Steve Young talked about it on Monday Night Football whenever he was, they were calling a Buccaneers game mm-hmm. about how hard retirement is. And you're a sack of bones at the bottom of a cliff is what Steve Young said after you retire. Just beat up, banged up, and you know that life will never be the way it was when you're an NFL quarterback, when you're giving your entire life to something, and they're also giving you everything you need to be successful. So whenever you're a quarterback and you retire, especially whenever you've been that successful for that long, it's like, I guess, devastating. Like the way Steve, I would never know, obviously, because I was not. I mean, I was a pretty good quarterback on Thanksgiving, but you get what I'm saying. Steve Young said it was terrible. Tom Brady talked about how it's not fun at all. Aaron's going through that right now. They were talking about it for Aaron Rodgers that's been having this conversation. for. If you listen to Aaron, like the last two, three years he's been having this conversation, it's not easy at all, especially whenever you've been fluffed literally and figuratively up above everybody for your entire life as a quarterback and you're great so think about how much they've been kind of lifted the life they've got to live to stare it down matthew stafford's going through that same shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean matthew yeah. stafford's gonna have to go through that same shit just a texas boy mm-hmm. love football finally has the notoriety i think from the entire world after going to la win a super bowl has the hall of fame resume signed sealed delivered has made 50 million dollars since 2009. Like, he, he's been making uh-huh. so much money for earned, yep. earned all this money, obviously. The injuries, his family, obviously, his wife has a podcast in which she talks about what it's like to be the wife and the spouse of, uh, of a man who goes out there and gets his ass beat. So, it's obviously a conversation that has been mm-hmm. chatted about. So, I think he knows that we're all wondering what the hell he's going to do. Maybe this is 
McVay has a little bit of an inside clue that he's no longer going to have Matthew Stafford and he's going to have to figure out the rebuild almost going forward and doesn't want to be a part of it, maybe it is a reset. Just like kind of what Peyton did in New Orleans. He was like, I don't have my quarterback anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a full reset. I don't want to be that's not what I want to be a part of. Maybe that's what McVay is. But also I don't think we know what Stafford's going to do. He was supposed to come on the mega cast mm-hmm. on the field with us. Sure. He was pitched. Not supposed to come on. We did not expect him to come on whenever the game started. He was pitched. Would you want him? We said yes. He ended up not coming on. All we talked about whenever we thought he was going to come on was how we were going to ask him how the fuck if he's playing or not. Yeah, over and over. Game was up. The game was already 30 point. So we're trying to figure out, hey, this is – listen, let's be selfish here. Okay? This is a a simulcast of this college football national championship. But tomorrow we're going to be talking about – What's Stafford doing? What's Stafford doing? Yeah. So let's try to get a lean. And, you know, let's try to read some body language. And when he gives an answer, you know, let's not be scared to give a little, oh, because we love Matthew Stafford, big fans of Matthew Stafford, the way he goes about everything. Never been on the show, but big fans of what he's uh, accomplished and everything. That is a massive piece. Huge. But what you just brought up. Maybe he is. Is Matthew Stafford retiring? Is that why Sean McVay is willing to leave? Or is he waiting to hear what Matthew Stafford's doing so he doesn't want to hold everybody back yeah. and say, hey, you could go do what you got to do because we don't know what we're doing yet because we are me waiting on Matthew Stafford to tell us what the hell we're doing. But allegedly he's been talking about coming back this whole time. Yeah, and if you're McVay and maybe Stafford is coming back, maybe he's not, you really don't have any of those picks because they went all in and won Super Bowl and it worked. And there has to be that other thought process too where he's just getting married. Maybe he wants to you know, start a family. And whether he wants to coach or work in TV, just taking that year off, I feel like just such a clean reset. Be with your wife. Be with possibly you know a baby if you're having one. And then kind of going from there. Because, I mean, We've seen a lot of coaches take a year off and then come back and be completely okay. Like Doug Peterson just did it, and who knows if – He got fired, kind of, didn't he? Yeah, he got fired, but then he took that year where he wasn't doing any interviews, not doing anything, and then he came back, kind of got to pick his job. And Was that a firing, officially? I believe. Or was it a separation? Yeah, I think a mutually parting of ways. That place is burning down, and now they're back. Number one seed in the NFC. Good for the Eagles. The reports are fired. Okay, so he gets fired, though. Sean McVay yeah. just stepping away as one of the 32 at the age that he's at, that would be a interesting – just to do nothing? Yes. That would be awesome. I'd, yeah. be like, I'd be excited to talk to him sometime about mm-hmm. that. But if he did that, there would be a lot of, what, what, what is this? Why are you I'd doing like that? McVay's QB camp or like a details or something like that, even if he's not doing play-by-play. I mean, anything he would do just talking ball yes. would be great. Would be amazing. I agree. Yeah. All right, we got we to gotta bounce. Uh, you're 100% right with that. I hope he does something. Hey, McVeigh, we're big fans, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hope you stick around in the football universe. If you end up leaving and just disappearing for a couple years, also fucking legendary. Have yeah. fun. Yeah, I was a head coach. I, uh, it was fucking so much. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I just I had to get out of there. Well, he knows too when he comes back. Like, you know what? Some team is gonna pay for him. Like, he doesn't have to. You know what I mean? Like, Resume signed, sealed. Exactly. You're talking about years? twenty mil for TV. Like, he'll know? get whatever the fuck what? he wants. We know contract. How many years he has with the Rams? Like contract wise? He's just got extensions. Yeah, yeah it was like a five year, or oh, four or five. Yeah. So they'll still have his rights then when he. Yeah, they would just have to trade it away, just like everybody's. Twenty twenty what? Twenty twenty six. He's under contract. Okay. Okay. So he, yeah, four more years. A couple first yeah. round picks. What if he retires? A week later, the Waltons in Denver. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Great move. Appreciate mm-hmm. what you did. Yeah, we'll pay it back. Right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I retire. Here's $50 million. We don't have any, like, first-round picks because we got Russell Wilson, but, like, we'll give away 2027, 2028, whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll deal with that later. Perfect. Is that going to be a new way for coaches to get out of their position and get somewhere else? 
Potentially. Gonna I mean, Sean Payton's doing it right. Sean Payton's yeah. doing it right now. Yeah. Like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. Get me out of here. I'm going to go do TV. Then every team is going to try to be courting me back the whole entire year. Mm-hmm. Just like the Colts. Yeah. Harbaugh did it, I guess, with the Michigan Wolverines. Mm-hmm. We shall continue to pay attention to that. But now we turn our attention to, you know, a little bit better journalism. This is a segment we created strictly because we wanted to talk to beat writers from each team, but we're more so of a national dumbass show where mm-hmm. we just kind of take like higher level views of things. And by higher level, I don't mean more intelligent. I mean just more zoomed out. We do our thing. We wanted to get down into the weeds, though, of these teams, so we created an entire segment called Feel the We're feeling the beat today. Hell yeah. uh, this is so we can go bounce around, beat reporters to beat reporters. We'll be bopping our beats. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us first from the Niners uh, for The Athletic, also at Lombardi himself on Twitter, David Lombardi. Yeah, Lombo, what's going on, dude? What's going on? Hey, Pat, first I wanted to say congratulations. I haven't been on the show in a couple months, but uh, to you and your wife. Oh. Like the baby. So I, I saw that back in November. So congratulations to you. And, you know, today, you can't really see it in the frame, oh. but we got a jersey. Here, let me get this in the frame. You might, oh. yeah, there you go. I see that. Yeah. You so, bought that like an auction thing? No, I didn't. I, I went oh. to Stanford when Andrew oh. left it. So we, we, we have your old teammate up here today for the show. How nice would that have been if he just, you know, never got his absolute ass kicked every game he played in the NFL. (laughs) That would have been great, Lombo. That would have been great. Yeah, you know, they invested in that offensive line too late. It was sad. You went to Stanford? I I didn't know that. I didn't know you went to Stanford. Did did anybody in your class just, like, create something that we're all using? We're on TikTok today. Did I assume Uh that was one of your – no, I heard TikTok. I mean, I went to school with, like, people who were inventing new prime numbers and stuff. You feel so inferior when you're at Stanford. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. But I'm uh, Richard Sherman's age, so Sherman and I are in the same class at, at Stanford. And Toby Gerhardt was our age. Oh, Andrew no. was a couple years younger than us. So that, you know, Jim, that, that's kind of how I got my journalism career started. I was covering the football team as a student radio announcer when Harbaugh came in. They were 1-11 Sherman's first year, which was also my freshman year. And then they beat USC in that big upset and uh, really just took off 07 going forward. Well, Sherman was a wide receiver then, too, whenever you got to town. Then he flips over to corner. He was. Yeah, and obviously he because caught of the, Against USC in 07, he caught the fourth and 20 as a receiver. He picked up 20 yards in one inch, and that, that really led to that upset that set up the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, a kid from Compton playing against USC, making a big play mm-hmm. freshman year. That's mm-hmm. huge. Happy for him. Obviously, that's what Sherm would do. Uh, I did not know you, I, I didn't know you had that big of a brain. Hey, wait a minute. We did not go to Stanford or get accepted to Stanford, but we do call upon you to give us some information. Seems like the Niners are the hottest team in the NFL right now. All things are rolling. Is it like that behind the scenes at practice? This team seems to love each other. This seems to be all the way back. And it seems like they're the team that's going to go out of the NFC. Is that what it feels like on um, boots on the ground, Mr. Lombardi? Well, if you want to step into the locker room, it's funny because today, I, the article just came out today. I was working on a big feature over the past several weeks. After every single game, it's one of the coolest things that I've seen in a locker room. Trent Williams and Nick Bosa have lockers on opposite ends of the room. But Nick Bosa, after every single game, pulls up a chair sits down across from Trent Williams, and even when the media comes in, they're still there chopping up the game. And it's become this tradition, and, you know, so I talked to both of them about it, and 
I mean, this is the best offensive lineman in football and what I think is the best defensive lineman in football, chopping it up. Yes. Against Washington, after that game a couple weeks ago, Christian McCaffrey swung by. And then they have George Kittle on the team. There's just so much star power on that team. But within the locker room itself, they're trading ideas. You know, I know it's a cliche, iron sharpens iron, but you see it in the locker room. So I had to write about it because Trent Williams is sitting there with Nick Bosa after every game. And, uh, I mean, these guys, they're, they're humble, you know. So I, I think the vibe around the 49ers is a really good one because they have the talent, but they also seem to have that camaraderie and that, that collaboration uh, going on, which, which is special to me. Yeah, it's not easy to find, especially when you get a bunch of superstars. Obviously, it helps whenever you're winning. Thinking about Trent and Bosa sharing game to each other is mm -hmm. alarming to everybody else in the NFL. I would assume it sounds like it happens on a very regular basis. Let's talk about that quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant. Does he ever stop in there and try to learn more about football? Seemingly a 30-year vet at this very young age. What do the team feel about him, and how does he look? It, it seems like he's never rattled. Is that an accurate depiction of old Brock Purdy? Yeah, and it's funny because uh, it's a very Bay Area thing. He has two roommates that are also on the team. That's awesome. Starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers has to have roommates. That's kind of what the, the, the housing market looks like here. But they, they made a Christmas card a couple weeks ago for the entire locker room. And it was really funny because they're handing out the Christmas card. Brock Purdy and his two roommates, um, they're handing out the Christmas card while the media was in the locker room. So George Kittle announced that. Brock Purdy's going to get fined because that he's look at me. He shouldn't have handed out the Christmas card. Oh, yeah, yeah, was there. Of That's really, I mean, <laughs> they got this camaraderie back and forth. They love Brock Purdy, but they also have this, you know, college like vibe where they, you know, they, they keep guys in check in a fun loving way. And, you know, I think that the skill set of Brock Purdy is really interesting because he does a lot of the stuff that, that Jimmy Garoppolo did well, like quick release, good on the short passes. But he's also more athletic than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's got a really, really quick 10-yard burst, which I don't think people realize. He was a 4-9-40 guy, which is, which is good for a quarterback. But his 10-yard split is 1-5-5, which normally translates to like 4-4. So he can get out of the pocket, and he's really added a different dimension to this offense. And I think personality-wise, he fits in, and skill set-wise... It's obviously been seamless for the 49ers. He's quick but not fast. That's all you need from your quarterback. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I enjoy those numbers and analytics. Darius Butler has a question for you, pal. David, obviously best defense in the league this year. D'Amico Ryans, uh, he'll be a hot name on his head coaching um, you know, cycle, I guess, in the offseason. But uh, what do you think the chances are he actually stays and tries to go on the run with Shanahan, maybe win a couple of championships back-to-back? Well, you know, it just depends on what opportunities open up. But there's already a report that the Texans wanted him, but he's not interested. And I think that he's, you know, dealing with a position of leverage right now, right? He doesn't have – you don't want to go to a train wreck because that can end your first head coaching bid real quick. And then, you know, it could be hard to, to get the head coaching career kick-started after that. So I think that we saw – I can't remember exactly, but I think that we saw Robert Sala stay – an extra year with the 49ers. Uh, last year, D'Amico Ryan... He's wishing he stayed more. <laughs> <laughs> last year, D'Amico Ryan is already doing some interviewing for, uh, for, for some jobs, yeah. but he decided to stay another year. So it, it is possible, but it all really depends on the opportunity. If he sees a good one where he thinks he can get a good kickstart to a coaching career, I would expect D'Amico Ryans to take it. Good, uh, good luck out there, D'Amico. Absolutely gorgeous defense that runs. Amazing. Yes. They're so fast, mm -hmm. so physical, and talk so much shit. Mm -hmm. That's I, I love everything. 
I love everything about him, and D'Amico's their leader. Obviously, people should be looking at him to come run their camp, like the Indianapolis Colts maybe. Connor, your question for Lombo, last one here. Yeah, Dave, obviously Jimmy G's a free agent, but if Purdy goes on to win the Super Bowl, what the hell happens to both him and Trey Lance? Well, they have both of them under contract for cheap. Trey Lance and Purdy, not Garoppolo. Garoppolo is going to be a free agent, unrestricted. So the 49ers love the fact that they have quarterback option power. It saved their season this year, right? I remember we were talking during training camp about uh, Garoppolo and Lance after they were able to re-sign Garoppolo. And what a, you know, the 49ers lucked into that. They didn't Mm -hmm. think they were going to be able to keep Jimmy. And that ended up saving their season because I don't know if Purdy would have been ready to step in for Trey Lance the way that he stepped in back in week two. So I feel that this team views the QB position like the running back position. Just stack as many uh, good players as you can. It was possible because Garoppolo came back at a discount this year, and it's going to be possible to stack the position because you have both Purdy and Lance under rookie deals next year. If they win the Super Bowl, though, I mean, right now Purdy is ahead of Lance, I think, on that depth chart. Lance is going to have to make up ground over the offseason. But they're going to have both of these guys on the team. Okay, so quickly, Debo healthy, Christian healthy, Ayuk healthy, Kittle healthy, Mitchell healthy, offensive line healthy, Purdy healthy, Kittle healthy, defense healthy? Yeah, the only real loss, and that was a season-ending loss, was Emmanuel Mosley, their starting corner. That was back in week five, ACL. So that's the one potential weakness is that second cornerback spot. But, yeah, you're right. Everybody else, they're locked, loaded, ready to go. Good luck on this playoff run. We appreciate you joining us, you Stanford card. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> David Lombardi. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Niners. Him describing Kittle talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was awesome. He was impersonating Kittle yep. being sarcastic. That was. I enjoyed that moment there. You know what I mean? Stanford card, I, did we know that? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I didn't know that. I don't know. I had no idea. That looked like an auction jersey. It did a little bit. Yeah. It was right across the bottom <laughs> of the two there. Just on yeah. a hanger. So I thought he was coming and talking shit that our team's been fucked since that guy retired yeah. and hung it up. You Check know? it I out. Thought that's, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to feel the beat. <laughs> we haven't done this segment in a long time. You guys have been... Right on feeling the beat, I think. It's hard to forget. Never forget. Remember Wiz Khalifa, Radio Row? He goes, uh, on me, white people. Yeah, come on. Whenever we had a concert at Radio Row uh, last year's Super Bowl. So, uh, and now no fans are allowed in Radio Row. Is that because of us? I guess we'll never know. But we could assume so. With the way we acted. Yeah. I mean, we were really, we abused that. Well, hey, they made the rules we operated within. Correct. Yeah. Can you please write down what we're allowed to do, what we're not allowed to do? We just need to know where we can go with this. Mm -hmm. Can we explore the space, as A.J. Hawk would say? That's right. And we did. Had to. Just had a Wiz Khalifa concert at fucking Radio Row Uh with, what, 70 fans probably packed into an area where there was, 70 was allowed in the whole building. Yep. Mm Packed into probably just a 10-person area. Oh, yeah. Radio shows in the background. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure they weren't happy. but uh... No fans allowed now going yeah. forward. <laughs> uh, we'll be back at Radio Row. Excited to see what we do. But nonetheless, great beat work, uh, fellas. Mm-hmm. Joining us now is a regular on this particular segment. He is an Italian man. He is from Buffalo. He is a gem. Ladies and gentlemen, Sal Capaccio. Yeah! yeah! 
What's up, guys? Always great to join you, man. Appreciate you reaching out. Hey, we know that you, your voice sounds so good because yeah. that microphone. We've been trying to build that rig for everybody we have on the road. We can't figure it out. It might be your magic touch there, too, Sal. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, in fact, a uh, shout-out to the engineers uh, down at my uh, radio station, WGR 550, for helping me out because I need this for all the uh, different work that I do. But always good to join you. And, of course, a lot of, a lot of news coming out of One Bill's Drive today, of course. Okay, so obviously practice is happening right now. You're taking a break to come talk to us. Let's not abuse yep. your time. Damar Hamlin, all signs seemingly very positive, Sal. Is that what we're learning, and is that how you're experiencing it? And what are the next steps from your side? It's pretty amazing, actually. You think about this happened, what, 10 days ago, uh, down Monday night in Cincinnati. We all saw it. We all saw what happened. He's now been discharged from Buffalo General Hospital here in Buffalo, which oh, is absolutely a baby. Yeah. yeah, he's um, he's home, and he's going to be able to join his teammates and you know his family at some point. His teammates. We'll see how that goes, but um, it's amazing news. The recovery and you know doctors have been awesome, kind of and really transparent, telling us all the steps along the way. And of course, it's been positive news all the steps along the way since Monday night last week when everybody was very, very concerned, obviously, because of what happened with DeMar. But it's great to see, and he has a great family and great team by his side. Yeah, it's been a hell of a ride there for DeMar Hamlin that we've all experienced, and we are so incredibly pumped that seems seemingly back to normal much sooner than any of us could have guessed. Tone Diggs has a question for you, Paisan. Uh, Sal, I, I saw somewhere that Josh Allen said that he didn't really he didn't care about the bye. Um, is that the whole team's mindset after the situation that, I mean, the, what happened? And happen the buy they don't get they don't care well you know you guys know the cliche what people always say we can only control what we can control right and i think that's really been the mantra here under sean mcdermott since he's taken over in 2017 i think that does permeate throughout this organization which is hey if we don't have the buy then we go out there and play if we get the buy then we'll sit back and wait to see who we play but i think really going through what everybody went through on monday night and i was down in that field in cincinnati and you know seeing uh, seeing these guys and what they went through right i i think that you know it's just they're they're feeling so great great to be able to get on the field together again and have such great news about tomorrow that you know that's what's important to them is to be there for their brother and their teammate not worrying about bye weeks or where they're playing or anything like that just being able to go out there play football again and have some positive news to feel really encouraged about all this hell yeah that sounds like the right mindset going into the most important time of the year we did think there was a chance bill's chief was going to be in indianapolis though i don't know if you knew that so we thought we were going to get you maybe in studio uh, i wanted it man i wanted to be there i thought indy was a great spot Got so a volleyball right. tournament yeah. or something going on there? Sal. Hey, listen, from my Kids. perspective, too, I mean, hey, dome instead of cold weather. I'd love it here in Buffalo, but anywhere else, I'd rather have a dome than cold weather. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a perfect spot. It's right in the yeah. middle, too. Yeah. 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 Easy to get to. Very easy to get to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. AJ Hawk's niece is playing in that volleyball tournament. <laughs> That's right. So we, must, right. We, must, we must remember that there's mm -hmm. good things happening in the city. Is uh, that been discussed at all on, on your guys' end? That's so far away, I guess, for the team. But how about reporting-wise? Have you guys heard about where it could potentially be the neutral site game that could happen, AFC Championship, if you guys play the Chiefs? Yeah, I'll, just, I'll give credit to uh, Bob Fesco out in Kansas City. Um, he was on our radio station this morning. I talked with him, and he said he's hearing Atlanta is very much in play. Mm. Maybe New Orleans could be a backup, but um, he said that the Chiefs don't want to travel east. The Bills don't want to travel west. This is actually about an eight to 900-mile trip either city, plus because of all the different places that said no, like Indy, like Detroit, all the different buildings that you have to account for that yeah, those right. teams could be playing at that weekend. You can't really um, go that route. So he's hearing 
Atlanta. So we'll see. We'll see how this all shakes out. But obviously, they have a lot of experience hosting, you know, big time games as well. Yeah, and it's very easy to get to for both fans. I mean, that is a port. That's right. You know what I mean? So it's easy to get yep. to. Hopefully, it'll be the most fair. But it's a damn shame it's not happening in Indy. Congratulations to Atlanta. Ty has a question for you, Sal. We know you got to go soon. Sal, obviously, the Bills lose Von Miller early, and Jordan Poyer's kind of been banged up off and on all year. Uh, in terms of like the overall health of the team, how are the Bills looking going into this weekend's game against the Dolphins? As healthy as they've been, aside from that, right? We know that they don't have Von Miller, and that's obviously been a big loss. But I'm not sure if you guys know, because this just happened while you were on the air. Huge, huge breaking news from down here. Micah Hyde is going to start practicing what? today with the team. Oh, shit. Okay, that's huge. That is Damn. big, yeah, so, Sal. Welcome wow. back. I, I thought, I'm, I'm glad I was able to tell your listeners here. I didn't know if you knew that. Um, both Micah Hyde and Jamison Crowder are going to be on the practice field today. They're out there actually wow. about just maybe a couple hundred yards from where I am right now. Their 21-day window has opened. Sean McDermott did say neither will play on Sunday. Obviously, the hope is you get through Miami, and then maybe you have Micah Hyde available against wow. the Cincinnati Bengals and all those weapons, and of course, then against the Kansas City Chiefs. But this is miraculous, really Hell is. I mean, yeah. Micah Hyde was injured just about four months ago, uh, Monday night, uh, against the Tennessee Titans. He was placed on injured reserve. Most people thought he was not going to play until next season. He talked like that. It was the hashtag 23 and 23. Well, I guess it is 2023. Yeah. Micah Hyde returning to the field today. <laughs> yeah, he saw it differently than you guys saw it. You guys thought it was the season. He said, as soon as that ball drops, baby, I'm <laughs> yeah. back out there. That's an amazing That's thing. Right. That's great news for the Buffalo Bills. Um, Sal, we can't thank you enough for joining us. Uh, we hope you have an incredible run here. Miami. You know, they're banged up. They got Skylar Thompson allegedly going to be quarterback. That doesn't matter to this Bills team, right? This Bills team's going to do what they have to do. They're, they still haven't won shit yet, right? That's kind of the mindset. Hey, that's exactly the mindset, which is we're going to do what we have to do, and we're going to prepare for every team the same way, and they're going to be focused. And, you know, we just talked with Sean McDermott. By the way, today is the six-year anniversary of Sean McDermott being hired by the Buffalo Bills. Right. Oh. You know, for what he Congrats, did in 2017, bud. yeah, to take a team that was – people thought was tanking in 2017 to go to the playoffs and then of course a bit of a step back in 2018 josh's rookie year and then it's been full steam ahead and of course they've come up short the last couple of years we know that um this team has learned a lot through all those situations they've been in they're more of a veteran team now and they're going to be going out to play miami no matter who's playing under center to uh skylar thompson teddy uh, with the same mindset, and that is to try and bring home a Lombardi, but first steps first, and that's to beat the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins got a win against the Bills this year already. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, it's a much different-looking team now than they were then, but the Bills will handle their business, hopefully, for Sal Capaccio. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'd love, it. I'd love it for me and everybody in Buffalo. Thanks, guys. Hey, hell yeah. Cheers, Sal. Sal is Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. he's Buffalonian. He's one of them. Yeah, he did say Buffalonian, brother. He did. Uh -huh. Right, then he dropped yeah. a full. Yeah. I'm a true Buffalonian, brother. <laughs> I went to school here. Yep. My He's kids been, go to school here. How about how good his fucking microphone is? He is a consummate professional. Sounds better than and, all of us. Yeah. In the studio with wires just hardwired yeah. into here. He yeah. sounds better through his whatever also, the hell that is. Try to give him credit. He just defers. Oh, yeah. It's WGNR 530 yeah. engineers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd love to shout out Bob Fesco in Kansas City. He actually <laughs> told us this morning, Atlanta. Atlanta's doing it, mm -hmm. so. I want to go to Indy much, clo much closer for everybody. Yeah. Atlanta's the right play, though. Once, literally, everybody has a direct flight to Atlanta. Correct. Yeah, it's true. Everybody has. Everybody. Not that the players are going to have to use it. No. I'm talking about fans, though, have mm -hmm. a direct flight to Atlanta. Not that bad of a trip for anybody. And Atlanta's set up to host shit yeah. regardless. And that stadium is unbelievable. And Atlanta does business. That's so right. Atlanta's. They understand. They're going to say yes to right. an AFC championship game coming to town. That was more money to the city? Sure. And you're doing the NFL a favor. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not that that's like how business operates, but that's how, yeah. that's how 
That's how business operates. Oh, yeah. yeah, you scratch yeah, my back. Could have been in India. I was like the first. I think Could've it was first. first first location pitch. Thanks yeah. a lot, Hogset. Yeah. Is it the mayor? Is that is he still Hogsett. the mayor? I don't know, but let's. Yeah, because it uh, allegedly. Yes, city owned. With Bingo. what we have learned, Bingo. Oh, we don't know if that is. Uh, nonetheless, let's get out of Indianapolis. Let's get out of Buffalo. Let's go over to Jersey and New York, okay. ladies and gentlemen. It's time to feel the B. <laughs> Felt like you guys had it. Yeah, yeah. Early, a little quick, I thought. You guys adjusted in real time, though. Mm-hmm. It might have been me quick on the gun there. Really? I almost messed it up on the second one, too, and I let them take it. I just followed the tie. Oh, so you just had your ears in. You're exactly. like, let me let the drummer get me back on beat. Mm-hmm. And then you came back in there. Please Usually I wear place. one ear so I can hear how, how I sound. How, how come all the sound. singers that are bad at singing always have an issue with these things? You know what I mean? And all the people that are good at singing, I don't, don't ever really see them have that much trouble. Is it because they're being forced to hear themselves sing? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> That's Jesus. a great question. All right, let's move along. Ladies and gentlemen, let's continue to feel great the beat. <laughs> Giants beat writer for the record and NewJersey.com, an absolute icon in the Giants fandom base, Art Stapleton. Yeah! <laughs> What's up, fellas? How you Shadow. doing? Coming from the shadows of New York City. <laughs> Apologize for the lighting. You know? <laughs> no, you look awesome. I, I just wasn't expecting that. You look like somebody getting interviewed for an interrogation yeah. right now. I can't see the face, but the voice sounds great. And uh, the silhouette is fantastic. All right, any better? Any better? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yep. yep. That was it. Thank you so much. It did work. You fixed it. We appreciate that. Art, thank you for joining us. Uh, this Giants team making the playoffs is bananas. Obviously, Dayball and Wink have done an incredible job of bringing in an entire new culture. Danny Dimes has played great this year. Is this the new standard for the Giants? And is this what the team is going to look like next year as well with Danny, a quarterback, in your in your eyes, regardless of what happens this weekend, Art? Well, to be honest, Pat, I'm shocked you brought me back because the last time I was on, I told you they'd win six games and would finish last in a division. Or so you weren't the I, only one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or you weren't the I only do, one. Yeah, I appreciate the mulligan. I appreciate the mulligan. Uh, I do think that this is the start of something a lot bigger for the Giants. I, I think, you know, Daniel Jones, as you mentioned, I think he's done enough to be the guy for next year. I think he's convinced uh, the new regime here with Brian Dable and Joe Shane, general manager. Uh, you know, but Brian Dable was also asked, you know, if this is house money going into this weekend in Minnesota, and he didn't like that that phrasing. They, the Giants believe they have unfinished business going back to Minnesota, so I do think that this team has won nine games, and I think that they believe uh, they can get on a little bit of a run here against the Vikings that they thought they should have won that game on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's fascinating because Dable obviously looks like he would be any white's uncle at a party mm-hmm. yeah, that was having the most lit time. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that is what he looks like. Is that what it is? Is that the vibes? And why are they so much better this year than they have been in the past? What has been brought by Dabo and Wink, you think? I think Dable, uh, number one, built a great coaching staff. You mentioned Wink. I think Mike Kafka uh, was oh, the yeah. right spot, a right fit. Uh, you know, when you look at what Dable did, look, he's an offensive guy. We know what he did in Buffalo. Dable could have looked at a situation and said, I'm going to call the offense. This is my offense. He didn't do that. He built a coaching staff based on 
the coaches that he was bringing in and not necessarily his buddies or anything else like that. Uh, and I think he's remained very consistent this year because they didn't have those expectations. He didn't walk in talking Super Bowls and how we're going to get the Giants back to where they used to be. He just said we were going to be consistent, do our job every week. It started in week one. He earned the trust of the players by going for two down in Tennessee. If you guys think all the way back, that was the tone setter. He said, look, every week we are going to go in to win a football game and we're going to follow our plan. And I think his consistency and his alignment with the front office certainly has made a huge difference here with the Giants because they have not had that alignment uh, in several seasons. Uh, we have a guy in our show named Brucey Bronovich who is an absolutely <laughs> obsessed Giants fan. Been a tough go for a long time yeah. since the Eli Tyree days or whatever. He's all the way back and living his best life. Croatia did well in the World Cup. He's living. Giants are in the playoffs. He's living. He said he was going to cut a Fu Manchu yeah. to pay respect to Dayball if they made the playoffs. He has not done that, so it might be all Fu gays. But uh -oh. he has a question for you, Art Stapleton. Yeah, hey, Art, huge fan. First question, do you have a goatee going for the playoffs? Uh, it looks like you might, can't really tell. <laughs> and then uh, the, the D-line there, is everybody healthy? Leonard Williams with the neck, I know. Is he going to be good to go and uh, everybody getting that pass rush going? Hey, baby, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. No, Bruce. no shave. No, I'm, I'm not clean shaven, but I'm not going to go with the Dable goatee. Although I might might go all the way down if, if they win a couple yeah. games oh, to, yeah. to honor arm Dable. Up. Hey, lift your arm up real quick. Can you lift your arm up again? Oh! oh! There he is. So you put wow. your hands up, your face <laughs> becomes light, and we can see it all. That's what, we just, that's what just happened there. That's a fun nice. little game. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to the shadows. <laughs> um, and Bruce, to answer your question about the D-line, I think this pass rush is going to be back uh, to 100%. I think Leonard Williams will play. I think Aziz Ojolari will play. I think Dexter Lawrence and Kayvon Thibodeau benefited from having the week off against the Eagles. And I think uh, that is the way they're going to have to win this game defensively. Uh, and I think that pass rush will really get after that banged-up Minnesota offensive line and force Kirk Cousins, and Cousins into mistakes that he didn't make last time. The Giants didn't take advantage of those mistakes on Christmas Eve. But, yes, I do expect uh, a big game for the defensive line. Giants lose to the Vikings on a Christmas Eve miracle 61-yard field goal in the middle of the whiteout in Minnesota the last time these two teams have met. Uh, we have a couple more questions for you, but we have to address some. Who's in a cubicle back over your left shoulder back there? Looks super cool. Had some headphones on. Mm -hmm. And how is? Do you all just get your own cubicles? Is that how this works? Yes, we have our own cubicles. The the most of the beat went out to practice right now. So I'm I'm foregoing practice to be able to be with you guys. Oh, go get uh, out so. of your jail cell. Sorry, yeah. we're so sorry. Go out there and see practice. We can't thank no, you. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. I'm good. Whatever you got, let's go. How do you think the team's gonna do? You know, I think uh, I think Daniel Jones is playing at, at a high level since they played on Christmas Eve. Okay. Uh, Saquon Barkley was a little banged up that game. They didn't use him a, a lot. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be another close game. Both of these teams have played close games all year. But I do think the Giants have fared well in rematches this year, uh, especially you look at Washington in a matter of three weeks, they went from that tie and then they won the Sunday night game to really take advantage and move into playoff contention. Yeah. Uh, I think the same happens here. I think they make the most of the rematch in Minnesota. A uh, big game for Saquon down the stretch, and I think the Giants end up beating Minnesota this weekend and moving on for a rematch 
presumably with the Eagles, as long as the 49ers keep winning. Okay, so Art is saying, at one point in this year, I thought the team that I covered was going to win six games. They look like trash. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're talking about competing for top 10 pick this particular team. Hey, welcome to the team, Dayball. The F-250 blue thing is sweet. (laughs) We're going to suck at least for a year. We'll be back. Now he's come full circle. We're beating the Vikings first round of playoffs. That's right. Super wild card weekend. This is a repeat. Come this on. is an opportunity for the Giants, the G-Men, to kind of stand back in their rightful spot in the NFC. Um, good luck with that. Good luck with the rest of the year. I'm torn on that one. Yeah. I'm very torn on that one. Because the Vikings have been a team where I've been like, hey, this is a brand-new Vikings team. Big fans. But then there's been a couple games where the Vikings have just completely <laughs> laid a fucking egg. Giants have as well, though. So, it's a, yep. you know, it's like it's a interesting. The great can be great. The bad can be terrible. What will show up? Who will show up? We shall see. Uh, and last thing before you go, Zito wanted me to ask you this. Would you like to take this time to make your pitch to Odell Beckham Jr. to come join the Giants again? <laughs> we'll give you full screen, 10 minutes, whatever you need. Well, I appreciate the audience that you guys uh, have for Odell. I'm sure he's watching. Uh, but I doubt it. I'll keep my pitches like Saquon Barkley and Sterling Shepard said. I'll uh, I'll just text Odell on here. Oh! 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 Absolute legend from NewJersey.com, ladies and gentlemen, Art Stapleton. Thank you, buddy. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, guy who's in an attic in Ohio. College Football National Champion, Super Bowl Champion, Ryder Cup Champion, Nintendo Community, no, not just Nintendo, I guess, Video Game mm-hmm. Community Shit Stir, mm-hmm. NBA Pundit, COVID Survivor, Father of 10, AJ Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. AJ, our parlay is looking good this weekend for the SGP holiday, pal. Have we officially announced what it is yet? No, I don't, have we officially figured, <laughs> have you guys figured it out in that group text? No, no, not even close. Man, we're getting there, though. We're getting there. We're doing the groundwork. We are workshopping. We don't want to be the one that doesn't hit when everybody else's hits. Don't be the weak link in the chain, AJ. That's Because you're only as strong as the slowest wolf. That's right. Boom. You know what I mean? Boom. That is what they, yeah, right. that's what they the say. Everyone hit. Well, last year, right? So, and what's good for the gander is good for the goose. Mm-hmm. No. You know what I mean? The whole what thing. What does that mean? What's that, pal? What does that mean? What's good for the gander is good for the goose, exactly. Well, they say what's good for the goose that? is good for the gander. And I believe that's male female gooses. Yes. So they're working as a nice. as a couple. Like happy right. wife, happy Bandle. life. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Boom. That's what's good for a goose, good for a gander. Yeah. Nonetheless, we can't be the ones that fucking get it wrong and everybody else gets it right. I appreciate you putting your brain into ours because there's a chance we hit four SGPs in the same game par uh, parlay holiday. We haven't hit four all year. Nope. Could you imagine? We will though. This is the first time that we've done it where the whole crew, everybody's doing one, right? Yeah, we're always strategic. Darius, you're on our team. Darius, you're on our team. No, no. We want Darius. No, Darius. No, we need him. Darius, you're on our team. That's not fair. Darius is on our team. Great to have you, Darius. No, can be on every team. What the hell? Sometimes house rules. Sorry about it. Bullshit, I'm still a party act. I'll be better. Oh, you're on our team. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Anyways, hey, you're Pontiac, brother. Anyways, can't wait. can somebody add him to the group text, please? Because we cannot yep. be the ones. That add him to ours, add too. No, you're not in. No, he's that, not on your that's team. That's not fair. Which game we got? We got Life two of his teams that, that he's rooting no? for. 
We, we are attacking that Niners Seahawks game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like Kicking it off. We won on that one. That was the same yeah. parlay that we hit on. So, like, strategy was we've already seen this. We've already uh, done this. But We'd like to contribute to the same game parlay Because goal here is to hit all four. All four hit. Massive bonus for everybody in office. And also we'll give away a shit ton of money, mostly because that would be awesome. And that's kind of how this whole thing works. So we split up. We focus in on one particular game. Mm-hmm. Pontiacs. You take your game, Chargers, Jags. Thanks, brother. Another good game. Hammered down, hasn't even thought about it yet, but we just assume they'll get it right because guess what? It's the holiday season, and they're gamblers. Yeah. Hockey talk? Come on. Huh? Come on. We we were close last year. We were real close. We were seven yards away from Deontay Johnson. That's what I'm saying. Like, But you guys are going to hit this year. Yeah. What game are you guys on? Do you know? No. No idea. They haven't even talked. I know they haven't talked. Okay. Mm, Why? We what have you been doing? We talk hockey. No, you guys took the uh, baton, and you guys picked your games. We'll, we'll figure it out. We well, have the Saturday well games. We have Thank Saturday games. Well, well said. Well, you guys said. were super so passionate about what games you wanted. No, Connor was super passionate. Yeah. Hey, you asked a question, and I answered. You really love that Chargers Jags game. Love that game. How come? Because what about it, it feels as though both defenses aren't the greatest defenses. So when we're talking, mm-hmm. you know, props and sure. betting and overs, that's the one that I like to, you know, bet on. Mike Williams has a contusion in the back, a back contusion, mm-hmm. I believe. So that's a bruise. That's what a contusion uh-huh. is. Mm-hmm. And our sources are telling us that, you know, it is a painful injury for old Mike Williams. There's a chance, I guess, that he plays is what is being reported. But a lot of people are saying, I, I don't, I, I don't, we don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a massive shot to that Chargers offense. And when you need one, you got a guy that's bigger, stronger, and can go get it down the field. And Herbert and he have been magical. Yep. They make the playoffs there without one of their biggest weapons, possibly. That's a damn shame for this Chargers offense. They can figure it out, though. All Eckler does is score touchdowns, right? right. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah, they can figure it out. I mean, it, we we talk about it a lot, I feel like. Anytime your back is messed up, it affects every single mm-hmm. aspect of your life. So that's a tough one to kind of play through. I guess their only hope is, hey, let's go get a win in this first week, and hopefully he's healthy for our second-round game. That's what they're hoping. Backs can also, you know, Mm -hmm. like it does affect everything, but you can wake up, right, and depending upon the severity of it, we've all experienced it, and if you're young and watching, probably on TikTok. AJ, we're live on TikTok. You want to say anything? Sweet. Hey, hey guys. Hey, talkers. Suck, kids. Good to see you guys. (laughs) I don't know. Wait, what are you just – you just run the whole show live on there? Yeah, I don't know how – honestly, I'm going to be honest, TikTok – that's what all the kids, every kid sees everything. Like, that's TikTok. Dude, they go every game day. The kids, every game day. I'm talking young kids. I'm talking 10, 11, 12-year-old kids see clips of this show and tell me. My daughter's friends. Oh, yeah. So that's Mitt, Foxy, Casey, mm-hmm. um, and Tubes. Bill. Bill yeah. puts mine on YouTube as well. Bill McComas is out there, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I knew we had to be on the TikTok. Yeah. You know, stayed away from it for a while because with the early... You know, the early reads were on it. Yeah, yeah it is cool. You're going to have a lot of deep fakes. You selling your deep fakes to China. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's gone, though. You don't have to worry about any of that anymore. Yeah, it doesn't happen everywhere else. Yeah. There isn't enough shots. There isn't enough shots of me anywhere to just, if they wanted to just create a whole body of me, they could. You know? Yeah. That'd be a lot of time and investment and cash into a dumbass who wears a tank top every day. But I guess that fear was kind of a weird one to me. They can make a deep fake out of you if you're on there. It's like. I think you have. 
I think you have plenty of hours out there of footage that people could make a deep fake yeah. out of. Not just me. I think everybody. I yeah, I mean, yeah, they don't need a whole lot, I don't think. Right? Like, everybody has a photo on the internet at this point. Yeah, that true, game, for sure. The game that uh, field goal game had oh, pretty good. Yeah. So Yeah, they just – remember, they did that thing. It didn't take long yep. either. Yeah, 360. Put the little balls well, on you. What was that, 90 seconds? <laughs> Quick. Wow. Literally 90 seconds they took this. I had to sit still, and they did uh, the full thing. Did they come to you? Yeah. Oh, they were able to do it there? Like, you didn't have to go into a studio or anything? They had these lights, bright lights. Wow. I think they had me lit up, and I sat, if I do recall. It was in the old office, dungy old office. It was, yeah. They had to bring the lights in, and I just sat there, and then they put some on my head, and then they just kind of did. They put the green dots on you? No. no. Oh. They didn't have to. And then Avatar. They plugged it in the computer. Oh, could you imagine? I think they could. That's how they film. Yeah. That's how they film Avatar, wearing all that stuff. They showed the photo of me in 3D, though, like, 40 seconds later on the computer. And they're like, now we'll just take this and we'll transfer it over. And I'm like, wow, technology is insane. So I think they could get anything. I didn't want to dance, though, either. Although I can dance. I'm a pretty good dancer, solid dancer. Uh -huh. Not in good enough shape these days to do any of the cool shit I used to do. But that's kind of what TikTok was. Like, dance, I'm like, all right, I'm not at a stage of my life mm -hmm. where I'm just going to be dancing in a one shot. You know, like, but I enjoy that people are doing it. If this was yeah. younger in my life, you would have caught me fucking in there. You I know? thought you were going to dance with the weatherman see that's what i'm talking about i appreciate everybody that did do the Ooh. dancing there was a weatherman in charlotte that now he's in fucking new york because yeah, he's dancing it. on tiktok this guy it's big time nick loved him literally I, coming I, after denardo couldn't yeah. hate couldn't hate him more he, he did. You don't think DiNardo would have been getting on TikTok and dancing? No, Joe Probably. respected the weather business. He's going to read yeah, the weather. But, America. but I would have hoped that somebody around Joe. Rest in peace, Joe. Rest in peace, Joe. Rest in peace, Joe. Need you in L.A., Joe. Look how good he looks on the We left. did need you in L.A., Joe. Maybe they want to put a canopy in a place that was going to have a fucking torrential downpour on national championship night and people inside in a city get rained on. Joe Nardo would have told us, Pack a poncho. That's uh -huh. right. That's what Donardo would have done. Mm -hmm. yeah. Donardo was reading Dopplers, though. He wasn't necessarily dancing, okay? Old buddy who was mm -hmm. dancing did serve a great purpose. He kept me entertained. Yeah. But I think somebody around Donardo would have told him, hey, we should put your readings of the Doppler onto the TikTok. You don't know what that is, but these people need to know about this as well because this is your gift. You need to present it to the world. And I feel like TikTok is a relatively positive place. So once we found out... You know, that we had the capability to go live on there. Like, we need to do it. Everybody that went to game day that saw our, sh like, came up to me, hey, I'll see your clips on TikTok all the time. It was really cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're on the TikTok. I don't know anything. This is the only platform that I really don't know fucking shit about fuck about. But I'm a massive fan of what's going on. It seems to be very positive. Foxy's kicking ass over yep. there with our clips. I appreciate you and Casey really doing Casey it. Casey crushes it. He's a perfect TikTok editor. He gets them all up there. And then, yeah, like you Sweet. said, the comments are literally all positive, except when AJ says something toxic. Yeah, they, oh. they don't love the, the oh, negativity oh, yeah. that appears from you. It's oh, no. I'm going to have to change it. everything I do. For TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Amen. All right. All right. Now, all right. Change, man. All right, good. AJ. What are your thoughts on just, like, the state of society? <laughs> you know, honestly, that's something you shouldn't come to me because I'm not going to sit here and give you doom and gloom in real life either. Like, I know for shoot, we're doing TikTok. We're, well, this, I don't want to work myself into a shoot, brother. Mark, but, <laughs> yes, like, I don't, I don't feel anything. I feel very positive about society. Really oh, do. Yeah. Me wow. too. Hell yeah. That's what we're doing out here. Go. Hey, why, why don't you do a little bit of, uh, you know, nope. like. Uh, do a dab. Do a dab. <laughs> what, though? It is going to help. 
generations uh, of people become better dancers because they're dancing at a super young age, I think. So I, they'll be better dancers when they're 30, 40 years old. And also at these moments where you have to dance, there's weddings that pop up, there's other events where dancing takes place. I feel like there will be a lot of people who have a lot more confidence to go out and have a good time as right. opposed to maybe being a wall flyer. Sticking yeah. into a wall. That's a good point, man. I didn't think about that. That's a great point. I think there's going to be a lot more people confident that, hey, you do like these four dance moves that everybody knows, you're going to be in a good spot. Because what did everybody used to go out to the dance floor for? Um, to the left. Slide. Yeah, that Take it back. Fast, no, no, no. Just because they know exactly what to do. With TikTok, yeah. it's like, hey, here's the dance. Yep. Here's the dance. Here's the dance. Here's the dance. TikTok might be making weddings much more lit sure. in the future, That's so we sure. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah way to go, TikTok. Way to go, TikTok. TikTok. I think it's used as a search engine. It's probably the best thing. That's what everybody like. Nobody on TikTok. Like the kids, yeah, they don't Google shit. They just yeah, look it up no. on TikTok. I mean, literally, how to take yeah. real estate photos, how to do this, how to do that, Jeez. anything. Where to go on vacation? That's a big one. You yeah. can Come do that on, on TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you couldn't oh, yeah. search anything. They just show you stuff. No, it's super yeah. insightful. Because remember, I tried to get on there. I follow Mitt. Yeah. <laughs> and every time I opened my thing, it was just oh. <laughs> right on the home screen. Oh. Swag check. I want to see. I need to see. Is Mitt still keeping active on there? <laughs> he's a part of our. Uh, he's part of our TikTok crew. He fucking. Yeah. He's the man. I mean, Mitt is. Mitt will do whatever, whenever, That's however. Cool. And he was focused on TikTok. I think his skating injury kind of set him back sure. from a lot of. Yeah. The, across uh, the board, really. Yeah, kind of set him back across everything. But yep. he'll get back out there. He was the only person I was following though. Mm -hmm. And they have like a for you or this other thing. Someone over the other thing. The shit that was popping up on my phone, and be, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing this. No way. Yeah. I'm like, how do I find people? And I was, they were talking to me like I was a four year old. You gotta start watching and following, and then the algorithm will read what you want to do. I was like, I don't have time. I'm so sorry, TikTok. Yeah. I, yeah. I do not have time. I, I don't have it. But I do love that we're on there, and the fact that we're able to go live is really sweet. I have no idea how it works, what it works, what it is, how many other people are doing. I believe this is a beta testing stage, so the back end of yep. it is nowhere near as sophisticated as the YouTube part of it. But it seems like a good time to do it and uh maybe we'll do some dancing hey this guy oh. said this guy said we get to a million one no i didn't say anything million like that. that's a good yeah one i'm million. sure you already have a million like people get a million followers on tiktok overnight i feel like. wow yeah, yeah i don't think i don't think we do but oh, thanks for thanks for tiktok shaming us and that's one of the things what that the fuck? we don't follow or shame okay that's not what tiktok is all about what you know what i mean hell? tiktok's supposed to be a positive place that's one of those things in the comments yeah. They're not going to like it. Nope. Trying to change the world. What are you? Well, people Could have 20 million What's live viewers right name? now. What's our TikTok's name? We have no At idea. Pat McAfee Show official. Oh, yeah, because sign, obviously. Oh, we're live on it right now. <laughs> Tony, you're on the Whole talk. conversation. <laughs> Tony, you're on talk. Whole conversation we've been having. Mm -hmm. Now you can just Google search it. Hey, shout out to YouTube TikTok. Which apparently is yeah. now, apparently Google's Shay, now Shay, Ask TikTok. Jeeves or Yahoo, so. What? What? Those are other search engines that are now dead. Now, apparently, Google's yep. dead because TikTok's a search engine. Google's dying. Not so, mine. See, I search on Twitter. Not I will go to Twitter that. first before I will go to anywhere else. I go Safari. But if it's like spelling a word, definition of... Like, Google Duck, has... DuckDuckGo. What's that? It's a good one. DuckDuckGo. Just another search engine, like engine that claims they have better privacy. Yep. Better privacy. Duck, oh, so so AJ, it's a black market. Oh, searching, searching big milkers on there. He doesn't have, you know, <laughs> anyone phone. Hold tracks. on, what's going on? They're, what they do you claim mean? They don't, they claim they don't like sell your info or share your info, I guess. So if they're saying that, they were a part of doing it in the past or they just know other people uh, or, are doing or it? Or they start, did yeah. they start once they saw it, all, all of this stuff happening, they thought, hey, we can market ourselves as somebody that, I don't know, takes care of your identity better? 
I don't know. So they control that, not the phone or the. They, the, they the would control thing? that? Is that like how there's cookies? I just assume, and this is probably very naive of me, and this is going to come out maybe 20 years from now if we, you know, the world continues to go the way it is. Mm -hmm. I just assume everything we do on our phone is being tracked. Mm -hmm. yeah. every, it is. Every single thing you do is being mm -hmm. tracked. Every text, everybody can find out about it anytime. Every yeah. photo, anybody can find you, out. You should assume. You should definitely assume that always. What yeah. If you, what if you use the private browser? Still. That's what I'm saying. That's almost like that sound like when I see that on there, I'm like, this feels like more of a setup than anything ever. They're like, hey, whatever your worst shit is, come over here. Ooh. Like that just seems like a, a set. This is like, uh -oh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh boy, absolutely. The only thing that's that really is. good for. Oh no, we didn't all yeah. think like that. I that think. I did. Oh, we like TCU the other night. I forgot about <laughs> that. How'd you say that? <laughs> yeah, that just. I'm pretty like. Uh, I just assume everybody's, you know. Smart. Go. Why don't you try it? You can do, an, yeah. do an experiment, Pat. Go murder somebody, and then see if they come get your phone and track all your whereabouts and everything Jeez. you've been doing. Well, we already have that happening with the Idaho case, where the guy turned off his phone for two hours Dang when he was potentially yeah. in the area. So, I mean, I think that's what you watch Dateline or just live on a phone at all. Your oh, everything well, yeah. I do is being yeah. tracked by everything. Bill said turn the phone off is like murder one hundred and one. So I think there were a few steps past that. Bill, massive part of this TikTok live thing, obviously, yeah. just took a shot yeah. across the bow. Right, Thanks for the one. Thank you, Bod. All right, let's do, about, uh, let's do some NFL stuff. <laughs> Normal. No, it's not. We're getting into the offseason. Honestly, this is the time yeah, exactly. where we will pontificate on so many things we should not because we don't have enough information on. But we're on a platform we know nothing about. We've heard a lot of stuff. If half of it's true, we're probably fucked forever. But if not... All good. Seems yeah. like a positive place. Excited about it all. Also said something in the first hour that I need to correct. That never happens on this show. Uh, said that the 4 o'clock games are being auctioned off. They are being auctioned off, not for financial value, uh, value though. Uh, networks will be allowed to pick the teams that they want or the games that they want to have on their channel mm. because in the past, Fox would always have NFC, yep, right. and there's a chance that Fox, because they're about to get Tom Brady, would get would want some AFC games because obviously he lived in New England in AFC East for fucking 20 years. 20 years or whatever. So we think that that's why the rule was made, but team networks are allowed to pick which games they have at the four o'clock hour going forward as opposed to nfc on fox afc on cbs which is good news for fans i think i think the better games will get better calls so that if you're watching a game that is important but it isn't as important as maybe another one you're not going to have to deal with somebody who's never called a game before mm -hmm. calling the game in the whole aspect of it. I, I think this is good for it but it's not like every game's being auctioned off which i did think was the case and i might have implied aj I, I thought I saw that actually. I thought I was wondering. Okay, if that is the case, I mean, great idea. More great. money coming in for it, but also, yes. how does it work with the fact that they already paid however many billions for the package? Then this is just money on top of that. No, yeah. So I think no. I think they the package yeah. they bought into the package already. So now you're at the buffet. Now they have a little more leeway on who they can the games they can the teams they can do. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to have to yeah. get in there quick. You want to go get a little bit of pepperoni pizza at CC's because somebody else is going to house it first before yep. the buffalo chicken one because yep. mm -hmm. the buffalo chicken one doesn't last as long in your as your bladder. Normally you're going to poop that one out three, four minutes upon exit at <laughs> CC's. Right. Pepperoni one will last six, seven minutes. So you got to get in there quick. I think is what they're telling the networks. Like you pick a game, it's going to be a first come first serve type operation or somebody gets preferential treatment each week and that kind of rotates it is a good idea let's assume money will be added to the mix for this yeah maybe in yep. the next tv deal and that seems to be what the nfl is which is just a cash cow yeah they would have to too because you assume that after this auction process there's going to be at least one network who isn't happy with you know 
they're going to be like, well, fucking look, NBC's got a much better haul than we do. We're paying X amount. This is bullshit. We need to refigure this. And then the NFL goes, have you looked up the value of your company? Hey, Fox, you're like $8 billion or $9 billion or something. That is so awesome. We are so proud of you. Google's a hundred and some trillion, yeah. okay? So I understand you are rich. We agree. And your network, if you go back and watch the Madden documentary, we pretty much helped found together. You know, getting the NFL rights, bringing in Madden is what kind of launched Fox. I think if, if, that, if I was reading that documentary right. So there's so much money out there now. I think people saying that's not fair, that's not fair. I think the NFL will certainly handle business with them and, you know, take in their requests. But at the end of the day, people have so much fucking money now, AJ. And the NFL is going to be okay taking all of it, I think. Oh, yeah. How are they going to figure out the sports gambling thing? It's going to be tough. Got yeah, because they have to yeah. distance themselves from it. Yeah. In the states, because not, not obviously more states that have NFL teams don't have gambling versus the one So the books do. are just going to have to pay the NFL to, be, to allow their games to be bet on the books? Is that legal? Or in the stadiums? Yeah, have stadiums have sports books in them? Oh, yeah. 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 Colt Arizona? Stadium has six of them. It has six really? different ads for, or four different ads. Four. Do any of them have one? Can you go in and gamble right there? So, no. I you're talking about Yeah, Arizona. like actual, that's, that's in Arizona, right? Arizona has FanDuel, I think, right? In yeah. the, yeah, in the arena. Sounds, that's sounds. one, yeah, right by the footprint. Yeah, the, I went to. But um, in, the, right. uh, in, the, uh, in the Cardinal Stadium, do they have a sports book in there or no? Philly has one, right? Doesn't Philly? No. Like a full sports sure. book in there? Like no. Wrigley, I mean, Wrigley I know they were talking about bringing like kiosks, kiosks. to like different you know, uh, stadiums. Like the Indy 500, or like uh, the Kentucky Derby. Right. So I thought that was the next step yeah. of the gambling. Kentucky yeah. Derby style for football. Have a, some, you go out maybe after a quarter or somebody comes to you or it's an iPad that you can place a bet in somehow where you can either bet plays, drives, quarters, everything like that, like the Kentucky Derby has. But they're going to have to keep that really they, – they suspended Calvin Ridley an entire season, which is one of the harsher penalties that the NFL has ever given out. If you just do the research on the penalties and what's been penalized how much in the past, you can certainly find some flaws in the moral – Mm-hmm. department yes. in yeah. the whole thing. But Roger Goodell and the NFL were sending a message. They were saying, hey, our players, our coaches, anybody that's associated with the actual game itself cannot be fucking touched by the sports gambling thing because it ruins our thing and it ruins their thing. Mm-hmm. The NFL knows that, right? Yep. You agree with that? I think the NFL knows that because that ruins the NFL immediately. If everybody thinks games are cooked, just like the NBA, anytime anything happens, because Tim Donahue, what is that, 15 years ago, yeah. and it's a sport in which you could easily call it. The NBA people will never get over, ah, it's rigged. Mm-hmm. That's a rigged game. Yeah. I'm an NBA fan. I do not believe that. I don't think it's possible to rig things in public like that, especially with professional athletes who are competitive and ego-driven and resume-driven and legacy-driven. I don't know how you would do that, but maybe they're able to control how many points I, I will allow my brain to think that, but there's people that think it's rigged. If that was to start happening, if one thing happens in the NFL with how big the NFL is, fans forever, this game's fucking rigged. They're already, already saying it. A lot of people, yeah. They're already saying it right now with some of the calls that are happening. As somebody that played, and I guess I didn't have that pivotal of a role. I mean, I could have affected points every time the ball was kicked, I guess. I don't know how you would be able to get everybody to buy in on a rigged game. Now, it has happened in the past with certain positions, and I get that. But the NFL does not want that to be the case in their league at all. With the trajectory that they're on going straight up, 
like this. They don't want anybody questioning anything. Mm -hmm. That's why the full-time referees is a necessity mm -hmm. coming up. The NFL is pushing off, pushing off. It is a necessity now because the integrity of the game and the public perception of the integrity of the game remain need to remain high. Can't have refs, you know, in law firms or a library, whatever the fuck. I don't even know what the hell they. I don't even know what all the jobs are. Librarian, say librarian. Uh, yes. Could wow. be. <laughs> they're not. How, how are they not? I don't know. They're doing. That's nuts. Doing another job, <laughs> and then fucking showing up at the games. It's like you don't think that person has other networks and circles, and not yeah. not that everybody shouldn't be all in on their job and everything like that. But why are you even exposing him to a potential opportunity to be like? Yeah, I don't make it. Like, this isn't. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, with how much money, like, I just think that's going to happen this offseason or coming up soon, which is smart. But, like, the gamblers don't want that to happen either. We don't want to be betting on a fucking game that's rigged no, if no. you don't know which way it's going. So it's like both sides didn't want any players or coaches to get involved in gambling at all, which is why I think the Calvin Ridley punishment was what it was. You can talk about fairness and compare it yeah. to other things. I think that's why it was. How will the NFL continue to keep it that way, you think? How will they be able I mean, to – just by bringing the hammer down on anything that they find. Like, who was it? There's an assistant But coach, they're going to be taking out. checks from it. It's going to be... You think they care? You think they care about that, man? No, like they, no, But no. Who was the, who's the assistant coach that I believe got suspended, caught gambling on something? Miles Austin? Yeah. Former, what happened? Uh, what was his deal? I'm not sure exactly, but I'm assuming betting, you know, betting on the games. And, and, I mean, even when we were playing, like, that was the one thing that we were probably scared most shitless about is yeah. getting yeah. caught gambling on a game. And and I know well, for me, I didn't know like the I didn't know anything about the books or gambling anything at that point. But they came in. I was more scared than getting caught, you know, using Royce or some shit. So you know they got to protect the integrity of the show. You know if it affects or potentially impacts that bottom dollar, that's when they're gonna bring the hammer down the most. It, there's a lot of signs everywhere. Don't be the Pete Rose like it mm -hmm. is. And with it becoming legalized, I think they probably have stressed that even more. Like, mm -hmm. hey, don't even. But they're gonna be collecting a check from them at Big the same check. time. They already are. So it's a tough thing, I think, to sell to the people and to players. But that is vital for the future of both industries, I think. It just happened to Bernie Kosar last yes. week, mm -hmm. and he's yeah, just Bernie. calling the rate games radio. on the radio. He's oh, like, yeah, he placed yeah. the first bet in Ohio or something like that, and he's a radio voice for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I think he's out. So he has an NFL job is how they worded it mm -hmm. and said, nah, you can't do it. Yeah. Miles Austin, I don't even think, was on NB, uh, NFL games. It was not on NFL or college yeah, football. Something else. Yeah, something else. And they had it monitored because they were able to see it because yeah. all the – He was doing it from the – Oh, from the book? No, from the building. Oh, yeah. Oh. On the Wi-Fi? That'll get you. Come on. Nick has his phone, probably. Hold on. We learned this with Calvin Ridley, though, that the NFL has a uh, comp like a company that is monitoring all the sports books, remember? Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if any names pop up, they are to be alerted red flag to wow. uh, this company that then sends it to Goodell in the office, and then they have it all monitored exactly What's bet? What isn't bet? So like Good. the eleven game parlay yeah. that he Shout pieced out. together, like that was a factual <laughs> thing because they have it all monitored. I think that's smart. Like I think they're doing all these things, but how do you get it to a point where they're going to be in the stadiums? It's going to be there and also keep it separated. That's going to be a tough balance. It's to the point now too, where like some of these publicly, I'm not talking about actual players. I don't think players or coaches are going to be as like, yeah, I'll fucking, I'll take a dollar like over no, something. It, that's not happening. That's like, not. Fact, they, they're not even approach. It's it's the referees. That's who you get. That's the only people you can get to. Like players, even making league minimum, make too much. I think to be bought off on in, easily. I guess obviously it ha it's happened. It can happen, but it's very rare. I think. Yeah, most players can't afford to 
a year long suspension. That that'll yeah. mean the, your career's done for a lot of people. And then the players that can are making you know too much money to put it at risk. And what's all the movies? The movies are just like an amount that you need. You're behind. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. need it in a whole. But it is a slippery slope because it's getting to the point now too, where there are like active players who have like a podcast who will like read ads for a sports book, you know. And it's like if they're okay with that, well, fantasy was, fantasy was okay for a long time. Remember, yeah. fantasy's mm-hmm. pretty much what that was the early well, stages of gambling, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, picking yeah. players, money, opt-in, daily fantasy was like you're basically doing. Live parlays. Yeah, that's legal in most states. It's yeah, but the NFL also promotes it. And yeah. players are promoting right. daily fantasy and everything like that. And I don't think that's bad. I don't and no. I don't think my my biggest thing is the public worrying about it being, you know, at what's there's a big chunk there's a big chunk of the public I think that believes every player is on juice and <laughs> all of them are on the take and they're all like and every game is rigged. Like I think there's right. a faction of people that truly believe that. And I guess that's how they'll always be, right? Yeah. Those people just have no faith I get in it anything ever. Imagine if you look. Yeah. Imagine if you look at the players. If you see a player in person, you're like, there's no way that. Like, you see any D lineman, anyone. You're like, that guy's got to be on everything, right? Well, and I think if we uh, zoom out as well, those people probably just assume that nothing good can just happen. So mm-hmm. if you're that cynical, like, you, <laughs> you, know can, what I mean? you can find yeah. two or three things in every single NFL game if you really wanted to. Be like, oh, this shit's fucking rigged. Are you kidding me? This guy never fumbles. What's, I mean, what's going Lane on? Lane Johnson here? can't stay off the chairs. <laughs> that is Some a, people thrive on that. That is a tackle in the NFL, though, by the way. Jeez. Absurd. Maybe, he g- maybe he's right there in that group that we're taking on the aliens that show up. Yes. Need oh, him shirtless yeah. off the bus. Yeah. Yep, maybe right in the <laughs> trenches, kind of making sure they stay back. Yep, protecting Tom oh, Cruise on side. Yeah. Do you think they yep. show up and we show? Do we show up in buses? You think in that particular uh, in that particular <laughs> battle? I don't know where are we meet convoys. Are, are, they, are they coming yeah. to us? If we're meeting on Antarctica, then we can just send all the no, we're not going that to are already up there to fight the aliens. I don't think we have the ability to go to them. They have the ability. To go to Honestly, them. probably want to go warm climbing. If they're that, they're that much smarter than us, we can assume that we can beat them up. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if they can live in the water, though? They don't have enough time mm-hmm. no. to focus on everything. Yeah. No. But if they're smarter, they might know our pressure points. And, you sure. Know, one, oh, it's like mixed martial alien arts. Bingo. Yeah. Like yeah. fucking M-M-A-A. Seagal's been training them. Boom. How? Yeah. Oh, You're my out. God. I'm tapping three times. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. can't move. Tentacle in your ear. M-M-A-A is a problem. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's the smart fighters. Mm-hmm. And if they're looking for a new planet, we might not want to go cold because their planet might be cold and uncomfortable. We might want to go to hot climax, and they might be out of shape in that type of yeah, environment. Yeah, but they're inside the planets, right? So it's probably pretty hot in there. Are we sure? Or at least temperature controlled. Oh, you think they just got a big AC? Yeah, maybe just 65 mm-hmm. everywhere. Like that ski resort that's going in in the Middle East? Yeah, that's right. Boom. I've never seen an alien on the sun. Me either. That's right. Good call. Are they inside the All right, so we're doing this. Uh, Florida. Equator. We're Florida. doing this in the Caribbean. Yeah. What's that? Florida. Sure. No, no, we got to no, go no, to no. the equator. No, yeah, tie, yeah. yeah. Meet us at the equator. We got to go to Ecuador, right? Mm-hmm. See you there. <laughs> I don't know. Floridians might be a bunch of people that you do want around if you're Damn right. in yeah. some shit. Hell yeah. Florida Rain bath yeah. salts on them yep. and have them just tear those aliens <laughs> apart. Yeah. yeah, that's like, that's yeah. northern central Florida there, right? The bath salt community? I mean, anywhere, honestly. Florida. I mean, it is it is kind of a different state once you go past probably Palm Beach. It's kind of a different yeah. state, a little Especially more of a melting pot down in South Florida. But, um, I mean, I, I like our chance. Any Florida man 
meets alien. I like, I like how that turns out. Yeah, because Florida Man is, I mean, noted dog. Yeah. You know, just willing to do the things. Let's get him drugs. Let's get him addicted to drugs. Who? Dude, the, the aliens? aliens. The, ali- the aliens. Oh, yeah, and then they'll oh. eventually just kill themselves. I think we should at least give them weed first. And I know everybody says it's a gateway drug, but I think it will chill them out. Like, and it's also like the peace pipe is something for real. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that's the first thing we show up. We bring them Laramie Tunzel's gas mask, mm-hmm. okay. and we tell them, strap up. Welcome to our planet. Bring yep. Wiz and Willie Nelson. Maybe have them play a couple songs of the different genres together. This is what we have here. Yeah. And then take it off, and then maybe we have a little bit of a negotiation on how the aliens whole- have skunk weed. Or no, they got the fucking weed. loud pack. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah, Jake Glazer's the negotiator, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Jake Glazer's negotiating? He's no, got to be someone. No, Molagata. No, yes, Molagata. If Glazer's negotiating, he might go fucking spinning backfist yeah, on we, someone, and he won't uh, like. That. We can't trust Glaze to not just say uh, "fuck it" and just you know, like, spinning. Yeah, exactly. Not one of them out. Yeah. Can't do it. That's his move. <laughs> he had some good. He oh, did. He did. He did. Good good he's got lightning in his hands, bro. His feet is his. Le- if you watch, Ooh. and obviously, I had to. I had to dance with lighting. fire. That's right. I had to yeah. dance with a lightning bolt that yeah. is Jay Glazer yeah. at the radio row. We we're doing a little shoulder roll thing. I don't know. I guess that's that is a warm up practice. And he had the leverage on me. You know, we were going in there, so I got to feel the strength of Jay. And he was in there, rocked up. Oh, Jay yeah. is yeah. an animal. Watching that video of him, about to fuck a bouncing. He's quick, man. He yeah. is. He really. Yeah. Here, boom. He's all right. Yeah, it was just, it was Look at his movement. Pa, 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 you can't pa, hit. Pa. You know where you can oh, hit him. Bounce, 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 boom. First pitch. That was a good, good left. Gotcha. Left yeah, left OT's a dog. This guy shouldn't let his guard down. And I then boom, right into the fucking put your arm around the guy's throat. <laughs> Leg slam. Die. <laughs> Glaze ain't fucking around. Like no. They might be yeah, sparring, really but to... two hits. Me and the fucking spinning back fit. And your head bouncing off the bat. <laughs> Glaze ain't fucking around. That was a clean he thought he was pitch. Yeah, he, in there. He, he was came gonna. With some force on that. What if he catches that? What happens? Oh, that guy's dead. We has we yeah. have to remember Jay Glazer <laughs> is in a fight camp with AQ Shipley. Yes, uh-huh. yep. <laughs> they fight in the basement of a very wealthy man in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Who's the wealthy man? I don't want to say his name, but like, how does he get involved? Why did his? I've heard he's a good guy. I don't. I've heard he's a good guy. AQ. me. AQ meets some other guy who's in the fighting world. Okay, and they befriend each other. AQ starts sniffing around in mixed martial arts. He loves everything. He's a fan of it. Hey, you guys want to work out? Sure, do. Okay, he starts. He's kind of mixed with a crew now, and then they get invited uh-huh. to go. I think to Rich Man's basement, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, that, that's all within like a ten-day period. He yep. meets person. He's in Rich Man's basement with the group 10 days mm. later. Mm. As an onlooker from outside, certainly fascinating how this is all, all sure. panning out. Then he tells us Jay Glazer just showed up at the fight camp. And I'm like, oh, my God. What, what basement are they in? Great question. Maybe we find out at the Super Bowl. Maybe. You, you ever know? seen Foxcatcher? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is kind of like Steve John Burrow. DuPont. That's in Ohio, right? West Virginia, no. I think. It was not in Ohio, but John DuPont, I mean, it's a true story, yeah. Yeah, that's the wrestling, right? The whole wrestling, yeah. mm-hmm. murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Chan Tatum. He had a team. He brought a team in. Had all those guys. He paid him money because wrestling to try to go to the Olympics. They don't really get paid, so he pays for their camp. Unfortunately, yeah, he took Pennsylvania. One of them actually. Yeah, Crazy I thought it was PA or it's PA. Virginia. Yeah, it's PA. <laughs> is it PA? <laughs> yeah. We must remember in a time like this that Pennsylvania did create the game euchre. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, just yeah. For all true. the bad yep. things, just not true. I, I didn't know we created a fox catcher. I, I don't think that's a bad story. 
guy just wanted he to was win. snorting coke. It was just that one year he killed a guy. The documentary the wasn't a put over doc. That was no, that was no, no, uh, no, no, that was no, no, a don't oh. you don't want to be associated. It was just outside of Philly though. So it was the years before though. He did very well. He killed a guy one year. Like let's think all about right. all the work. Yeah, the guy just wanted to win. All right, we will move on. This is not an accurate depiction of how these guys peers or. Killed a guy. In one yeah, bad year. That might cancel out all those other gold medals. Yeah. I think so. How many gold medals he win? For the country. The guy uh, he who? killed or? John DuPont Schultz? No, the guy he trained. Aside from the guy he well, killed. Well, he killed him. The well, guy he, that he was his head trainer, he killed him. I was going to say, he killed, his, killed the guy's brother. So I'm guessing that guy held a little bit of a grudge. And yeah, but right. before that. Yeah. There were good times, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it all turned like yeah. the worst it could turn. So, not good. So, there are no good times no until equation. they all moved in. All right, let's move on. There's no, like, this man, X gold medals equals one no. killing guy. Tink, tink. Yeah. Well, the he won bronze, so. He's not American either, so. Yeah. How about that guy? Huh? Who? Tink, tink. Tink, tink. Is he still, still in jail? <laughs> Has to be. Yeah, yeah. Slicing people up. He got out for, no, self-defense. Like, he got out for, like, three weeks, right? And then a new judge came in and go, what are we? Yeah. No, 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 no. Those things aren't, those legs yeah, no. aren't metal anymore either. They're so. wood. Oh, peg leg. Let's what? move on. Yeah, you can't have that. Can't be plastic? What is it, plastic? I think it's actually a is hard home. Like, you think he's on just like, like a roll, like he's a, on double back, like a back roller? You know, like that type of That guy roller. could really run, though, whenever he got those things rolling. He was I told moving. you guys we covered this the last time we talked about this, okay? They duct taped his nubs to a skateboard, and that's how he gets around in that prison. <laughs> With that's an cool. oar? You mean like Sid, from, couple to- like Sid from Toy Story? Yeah, Pretty I've much. Is it two skateboards? No, one skateboard sideways. Yeah. So he's always people kinda, do that. He's, he's goofy, and that's what they call it, right, yeah. Mitt? Goofy, yeah. goofy dubbed or goofy if you're right, footed. If you're right, right leg footing. is forward. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's he use his hands to push himself around? No, they give yeah. him an oar. They give him an oar with the plunger on the bottom. Yeah. Like you haven't seen those guys? I've seen people like that cruising yeah, around so the city. So can grip the concrete floors. They have a plunger. I, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. There he is. What's he got? Is he gold? Excuse that's me. Not him. That guy's legs. That's the, not him. He's playing soccer. Yeah. In the oh, yard? he's got the uh, just the legs. Prosthetics. I don't think that's, that's not him. Safe. That's not real. <laughs> this he is never doc- put shoes on. This no is ways. doctored footage. Yeah. Are they just <laughs> letting this shoes? guy go out and fucking take PKs whenever he wants. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> there was no reason for us to get to this. Allegedly. Conversation. Who's that guy on the bottom but, of that photo? Uh, some gangster. We're, We're speaking about Oscar oh, Pistorius for anyone that gangster. doesn't know. So a guy from the mob got him left. Thanks, AJ. I, I said no that, clue here. said his name earlier, yeah, but I don't exactly. think people thought I said a name. I just said Pistorius. That Which is we knew. He's that we did. Yeah, big O. He's an Olympian who ran track 200 yard or meter 400. 400, 400. I think. 400. We all know him because he literally had no legs below the knees. So they strapped. He strapped into like these blades. Uh-huh. They were calling him Blade Runner. Yeah. Cat Williams affectionately called him Think Tink because mm-hmm. of an unfortunate situation that took place at the beginning of one of these track meets where they were giving Tink Tink to run around. Yeah, and all you really heard was him Tink Tinking around uh-huh. everywhere. Yeah. This was Pistorius. He was racing against, he was, this was not the special, this was the actual yes. Olympics. Yeah. Yep. Racing against our best. Did not pre- the Paralympics, yeah. Paralympics, there it is. The, which they have uh, hockey. Oh, yeah. The Paralympics oh, yeah. have hockey. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It hockey. is wow. awesome. It is. Pittsburgh has a team. Uh, I think Pittsburgh has a team. Kid we went to school with is on it. So I've watched kind of slide hockey for a long time. It's, it's awesome. Highly it, entertaining. I agree. I concur. It is awesome. Anyways, this dude was beating folks, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dominating. Became a 
phenomenon for this done out murder his girlfriend. Yeah. Yes. Jeez. Just shot her. Four he claimed self defense, didn't he? Well, yeah. pooped, somebody was pooping in his bathroom or something like that. No, he, went, he, he was, was pooping. He went. He's eligible for parole in 2023 this year. Don't let him out. What? Jeez. Cannot do that. Oh, now the guy who says, now the guy who says, one death. If this guy won a gold, then maybe I'd have a different thought, but he won bronze. So You're keep big. him in there. All right, let's talk about the Cardinals. They're trying to trade DeAndre Hopkins. He has two years, $34.6.5 million left on his contract. The Cardinals currently have no GM because the GM resigned, Steve Kime, after taking a health absence at like week 13 or 14 mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, Jordan Schultz, little latte. This man's dad runs Starbucks. Oh, yeah. That's right. Obviously, I drink a green tea from there every day. This Jordan Schultz guy could, I think actually could get away with it, just sitting on a $10,000 catch in a penthouse in New York, Mm -hmm. staring at some 95-inch television, living a life of luxury. Could do that every single day. He could hide from his dad, who has obviously a great work ethic, uh, in different penthouses around the country. We only know that because every time he's FaceTimed us, he's in a different postcard. That's right. He was in the middle of the fucking mountains in yeah. Tennessee in mm-hmm. a 15,000 square foot log cabin spread. Yeah. He has FaceTimed us from a penthouse in New York that he just slipped into because it was too loud out of there. Yep. Just happened to be in the neighborhood. Seattle, obviously, he's plugged in. He's got a Florida resident. Mm-hmm. This dude is living a good life. He's choosing to be an insider, mm-hmm. which is a miserable existence. Mm-hmm. You just have to text people all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Normally you have to have two phones. Any dinner you're eating, that's a dinner on your phone, not with any humans around you. You're traveling the glad hand, everybody. You have to, it's a, it's a terrible job to pick if you're a bazillionaire. Oh yeah. Jordan Schultz has done that. He has? Hell yeah. So every time we read a piece of news that's coming from this guy, we have to remember, have to. this dude is a psychopath. He should not be an insider. He is. He is reporting that the Cardinals are trying to move on from DeAndre Hopkins. No GM, no head coach, moving on from D-Hop. Kyler will have input in who's going to be the coach. And with that saying, if he thinks he could get along with the coach, will be added into the conversation, I assume, is what will be the conversation there with Kyler. How do you feel about this with the Cardinals, the whole situation? And if you'd like to tag on anything about Lil Latte choosing a life of insidering as opposed to a life of luxury. Well, yeah, first off, Jordan Schultz, Schultz, Lil Latte, as he so affectionately called himself, right, when he was shooting free throws in high school, they would chant that to him. Yeah. Well, Zito is the one that really hammered it home. I don't Uh know. Did you create Lil Latte or was that was the... No, that was what they used to chant at him, like trying to make him miss free throws. That's not a bad nickname. No, at all. Opposing high school kids. It's pretty good. Yeah, not a bad nickname. Yeah, of course. He made those free awesome. throws, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Fundamentals, Definitely. elbow in. 97 mm-hmm. career Beef. free throw. Then he, then, he, then he thrust his hips at the student section after that. Every time he said, big latte here. College yeah. hooper, right? Three whipped cream for you. He hooped in college, right? Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, so shout out to him. Anyways, let's get back to Arizona. What are your thoughts on Arizona Cardinals? Shout out to him. Uh, D-Hop, I mean, do you think he once moved? Is there a chance that he wants out of there? Yeah. I would yeah, assume, for man. Sure. Yeah. But I, two I, years, 34 mil, that's not too much to take on for him, I feel like. But it said he's seeking a new deal. Yeah. He had a trade clause. Was too, Arizona trying to come after some of his money, you think? Because could they try to come after some money with it, with his suspension? I would assume guarantees uh, could mm-hmm. be potentially attacked or whatever by the Cardinals if they wanted to. And maybe the Cardinals would want to do that. But this is... 
This is DeAndre Hopkins not knowing what he was signing up for. Yeah. Right? That's what this is. Yep. And maybe the yep. Cardinals aren't going to want to pay him, but with the new wide receiver market, D-Hop certainly deserves whatever the hell he's going to make, 234 yeah. or whatever the renegotiated price is. He's a game changer. He's a game wrecker. The Cardinals' offense is vastly different when he's on the field, when he's not on the field. It appeared as if he wasn't getting along maybe with the quarterback as well and just over the situation. What do you think, d I mean, it was a lot of cameras, a lot of coverage. I'm sure those uh, receiver, quarterback conversations probably happened a lot on the sideline. You see it happened with Diggs, you know, here and there. Oh, yeah. Um, but when, when Hop went to the Cardinals, I want to say he was the highest paid he receiver was. at the time. And now, was that two for 34? Uh, this guy's making damn near 30 a year now. So it was probably a money thing. But if you're a head coach, um, and even with all this shit with Kyler that has happened, he's still the best quarterback available on these teams that have a head coaching vacancy. And him having input, I don't know how I feel about that. But um, Without D-Hop, you still like it? I mean, just talent-wise, Obviously, you got he got to figure out the shit between the ears, which is huge at a quarterback position, especially. But talent-wise, it is so much. You're talking there. about if the coach is only picking from the quarterback situation, Kyler Murray is by far the best situation that is currently available, yes. more than it's Russell a, Wilson. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. D Hop changed that. D Hop definitely changed that. Even when you saw he got put in there in the middle of the season, you know he was. I think probably got targeted like 15 times yep. his first game yeah. back. So he's still a dog, and obviously his this off season and this beginning of the season was set back with that suspension. Um, but I still think he's at the top of his game. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, you wonder, too, if them having to re-sign Marquise Brown has something to do with it because obviously him and Kyler played together at Oklahoma. They just got him. So you wonder maybe they want to extend him, not enough money for both of them. Writing maybe. on the wall, D-Hop is saying. Yeah, exactly. He's got to want out of there. He wants out of there, I would imagine. He would want to win, you'd assume, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, Maybe the Cardinals do. Hey, Bengals made the playoffs after winning – Five to seven, whatever it is. That's yeah. right. Five games. <laughs> Made the Super Bowl with winning five games. So maybe Cardinals are able to turn around with a brand new culture. I mean, Deion Sanders said uh, just yesterday, how do you want me to flip a culture, but you don't want me to change the people? That's just not yeah. – mm -hmm. I don't know how – that's not – that's a great – he could change the culture, I guess. We can bring in, need to bring in new people. Kyler's staying. Seemingly, this is a build around Kyler. Yeah. yeah. More power. Contract. They have to. Contract yeah, sure. set up that they have to do yeah. that. So whatever your take is on Kyler, whatever your thoughts are on Kyler, if you're a Cardinals fan or an NFL fan as, uh, as a whole, that's what the Cardinals are going for. This team is being built around Kyler Murray, and we'll see if he can have success. Maybe he can because the talent level's there, obviously, AJ, to yeah. Darius's point. Yeah, it is. I, who, are they, who do they bring in? Like, that's the question. Like, who, how, who does he mess with? What kind of coach? Meshes well, and also, when is he going to be 100% healthy? You think it's going to be a speed dating thing with Kyler Murray? That's the input he has. He'll be sitting at his locker, and these coaches will have to come in, and they'll have to they'll get option of a couple stools or seats, whatever they want to sit on in front of Kyler. Obviously, Harbaugh is grabbing uh, someone's seat back, flipping that, sitting mm -hmm. backwards. Yep. Yeah. Hands on that. Sup, Kai? AC Slater. Sup, Kai? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. AC Slater. He's a pretty good wrestler back in the day. Oh, right. he, beat Nita. he beat yes. Nita, remember? Yeah, he was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Hardball selling him, and then Kyler's giving him a score on compatibility levels, mm -hmm. and then he's turning that into Bidwell. <laughs> yeah. That Is sounds that, pretty Does Kyler talk on. to him, or do they just talk at him while he's gaming? That's a good point. Hey, What's your you, problem? What's how, how did uh, AQ um, – He's a professional gamer. What are you talking about? How do you feel about that? About what? About Kyler having – because that's a hell of a full circle going from – Having to watch four hours of film, mandated to watch film study. around uh, a few months later, you got say so in the head coaching search. Yeah, AQ did a nice hedge. Uh -huh. You know, he stayed right there on the fence. Mm -hmm. He said he, Cliff. He said a couple things about like, if not Cliff, then who? Yeah. Like Cliff was the guy mm -hmm. who ran the offense that was best for 
the style of player you are. Cliff gets along with everybody. Cliff is like a cool guy. That was AQ's entire thing. So he didn't really dance much off of that point. He repeated it like three times. <laughs> so I don't think he wanted to dive into any other stuff, but he did keep <laughs> saying like, if not Cliff, then who? And I think he was saying enough then, like I think he thinks it's gonna be tough to find somebody that'll be able to utilize Kyler's best gifts and attributes, and then also be able to handle a megastar quarterback, which is what Kyler Murray is. Now, he hasn't won as much as other people that act in the fashion in which he does, but he has been paid because he can play at the level in which the people who have won a lot of accolades can play. So it's a fascinating situation. We'll watch, what, two years? We look at what's Kyler Murray's contract. We'll be able to know exactly how long this is going to go. What's up, Ty? No, I just, like, you can say all that kind of stuff, but then if you're just turning around and fucking trading his best receiver, right? Like, the guy who really was the straw that stirred the drink this year. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to ask Lincoln Riley to come coach him since they, they were buddy-buddy oh, at Oklahoma? Just think about – he was at the game, too. Could now. do that. They also have – He was on TV. His brother was coaching. But yeah. I think yep. you, need, you need a guy who's maybe going to, like, kiss his ass and to, like, get the okay to get hired and then just be, like, a massive hard-ass because I think that's probably what he needs. <laughs> Kyler's dead cap goes through basically 2026, 2027. It goes down to 7.2 million. They'll eat that by 2027. The salary cap will be 310 million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And Potential them having out. that high pick, you would assume, with how much success these young receivers are having, maybe you know they trade a little further back in the first round from three, Ooh. and then they just take a wide receiver for them. Yeah, let's talk about the top of the draft. The odds have come out. Bryce Young, odds on favorite to be the number one overall pick. C.J. Stroud, second best odds to get drafted at number one overall. This is not them uh -oh. placing them in order. No. This is not placing them in order. This is strictly for the number one overall uh -huh. pick. We believe two in some other positions aren't going to go quarterback, so I think this is just for the number one overall pick. Have to think about that. Bryce Young at the top, C.J. Stroud, number two. I mean, Will Levis down there, plus 3,000 or whatever. I think I was lied to about you know him being up there talked about with Bryce Young right. by my particular source. And that's what we have to – Will Levis plus 2,000. That's what we have to remember from this point forward. These sports books don't know shit either. Nope. They're reading the same thing that we're reading. So you can kind of get a good tell on what they're hearing and what they think, but it's not like private information. We have actually changed the sports book and the picks – a few times now yeah. in the odds from information that we have gotten. They so that the, means uh, they had the NBA dead ass wrong a couple of hours before oh, yeah. the draft. It was like minus like fourteen hundred or something for uh, a kid out of Auburn to go one. Mm -hmm. Paulo going one. So with that, they think the picks being traded. They got the Bears taking somebody over. Fucking. Oh yeah, that's the conversation this morning. I don't know if you heard this. AJ Hawk Tannenbaum, hmm. who works on ESPN, he's yeah. on. Get up. I don't, I don't think he's ever on first take. He's on Get Up and probably on um, Jay Keyshawn Max. Max. Yeah. He might and be on Max uh, Zubin. Max and yeah. Zubin. Zubin's no longer on the show. Yeah. What's Zubin's that? Is that this just in? That's Max's show. This just in in the afternoon. Too, yeah. I think he's on the same time. So Tannenbaum all over ESPN. Former general manager for the Miami Dolphins and the Jets, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He was the Jets GM when I came out. Like I remember on my visit, he was there. You had a meeting with them? What did you think? Yeah, the Jets did. They did like a full in-depth deal where you show up. They kind of like install their defense to you, and then they, they talk to you for 20 minutes, and then they make you try to regurgitate it to them. 
I like that. I think that's actually a pretty yeah, solid cool. thing because being able to recall information is a massive piece of being a Mike linebacker. Right. And a quarterback. But Tannenbaum has said some things that made us go, what's that guy? Yeah, mixed reviews. There's definitely mixed reviews for Tannenbaum. I think he says some very intelligent things. I think there are times where he says intelligent things. Right. Then there's some things he says where it's hard for a lot of people to like listen to anything else he says and not think about that. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the job of yeah. being in a microphone, and it's a problem for all of us. But former GM, I don't think anybody takes him serious. And that is... Oh, no, you got you, you got to take so? him serious, though. Because he is a former... So when you when I look at Tannenbaum and I hear him speak, I, I think, you know what, at least half of these guys that are sitting in those chairs right now are thinking the same way. We... Yeah. Okay, so you're not there yet. Wait for a year. You'll get there. Yeah, wait for a yeah. year or so. Because... It really was the backbreaker in the uh, the Tua draft, and he was really pontificating about what he you know he's got a bunch of buddies in the Miami mm -hmm. uh, you know front office, and they basically did the exact opposite of what he said he thought they were going to do. So clearly, you know, smoke screen. Ah. Yeah, to him though, but it, he wasn't. He might have been a part of the work, which if he was, congratulations, that's awesome. We yeah. got worked. But there's a lot of things he says as a go. pundit that you think about, and it's like might have made sense like ten years, whatever. Nonetheless, I like Tannenbaum. This morning, he started a conversation that I did not even know was existing. I guess it was happening probably somewhere. He's like, if you're the Bears, trade Justin Fields. Trade Justin Fields. Get him the hell out of This is what I would do, he said. Trade Justin Fields. Give me a first and a third back. I get Bryce Young, obviously, as my quarterback. I can get more starters on the team. And he's cheaper because he's a new quarterback. It's like Justin Fields still on his rookie contract. Still on his rookie contract. Justin Fields is the only thing that was good for the Bears this year, right? He almost broke a fucking record against that. Yeah. Are you just going to move on from that? If you're the Chicago Bears and Darius Butler is putting it on the ticker on this show, he goes, Justin Fields is going to be the greatest quarterback in Chicago Bear history yeah. okay. with his first year. That's what Darius Butler said, what, two weeks ago? Yep. Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago. With his first year with the head coach, first year in the system, he looks much different than he looked a year before. And obviously mm -hmm. that's going to be how it goes whenever you're a rookie in a bad situation. But, like, Tannenbaum, very straight face, says, trade him, get Bryce Young, and get more pieces – to your point, he was a GM. Is there people thinking like people, that? Is he the only human that's thinking like that, do you think, Darius? People Bullock? are very, very split. You're either on one end of the spectrum or the other with Justin Fields. Either you think he's going to be just a runner the whole time, he'll never develop as a quarterback, or you're like, okay, this is a lot of potential here, a lot of money, didn't have a great surrounding offense. And when that, when that uh, um, tweet or whatever, when it came out and it kind of grew when I said on the show, got a lot of DMs from a lot of people on the network. Oh, nah, hell no. Fuck no, absolutely not. He'll be out. So Tannenbaum saying that doesn't doesn't shock me because a lot of people kind of really? behind the scenes are really split on it. And then with Bryce Young, a lot of people feel like Bryce Young, even with his stature and all these different things, like, hey, this kid has some special, special trick. People compared him to A-Rod and all these other great quarterbacks. Steph Curry. Yeah. yeah. When you start saying the Steph Curry of a position, like that's, that's a hell of a confidence. AJ, what are your thoughts on this? It's crazy, though. I mean, I think it's, it's somewhat crazy to think up, but, I mean, that's what – Team, I guess GMs and stuff, that's what they do at this time. I don't know if anyone's seriously thinking about that, but his biggest thing, wasn't it, that, yeah, you get the picks back. He thinks Bryce, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Bryce Young is going to be a great franchise quarterback, but he's saying you get like two extra years on a rookie contract, basically, yeah. instead of like, hey, you got to pay Justin and what, another year or two, you, you buy yourself a couple years. Man, yeah. that would be. Which is be... crazy to move on from the one, so the one positive piece of your team. It's kind of crazy to think of moving on from it. But I guess, like, in. 
Tannenbaum's been a GM, so all these conversations happen and take place. And how can we make our can team? Can you get a first a and third? GM. Can you get a first and third for him? For Justin, he said that there's enough teams that need a quarterback right now, and with what Justin Fields was able to yeah. accomplish last year, there's probably somebody that will take a shot and say, yeah, fuck it. We need yeah. a quarterback. Colts, Let's get a guy. Colts trade the – would you trade the number four overall pick for Fields? So this is what Chris Ballard said yesterday. Mm -hmm. He said if there was a quarterback he'd like, he would move mountains or something yeah. to go get it done or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Asked if there's a QB at the top of the draft they want, would he give up heaven and earth, there it is, to trade up and get him. Ballard said, yes, I'd do whatever it takes. Are you saying maybe that's Justin Fields? I mean, it, I feel like the Colts would definitely take him, him and Taylor together. And for the Bears, is the only thought because Poles and Eber, it's not their guy. It's not Eber. Are we legitimizing guy. this take? Just I'm not legitimizing. There's no Are way. we just by talking? But <laughs> there's like no it. way they can do that. Poles already said that he will not trade him away. So that's the. It makes those well, shit. Well, didn't he say something like it would take that. a whole hell of a lot? Their team. You might not love him as a passer, but he almost just set the NFL record for rushing yards by a quarterback. Like, and say whatever you want about that part of it. But, like, again, I don't know. It's just me personally, Bryce Young. Like, and you look at what Tua is doing. Like, he's small. And that doesn't mean that. Like, he's not going to be able to play. Not compared but, to humans. No, yeah. No, Normal right. As, humans. A, as an NFL quarterback, like, Justin Fields is a massive, great athlete. Like, you don't, you don't, mutant. Tua gets a fucking concussion every three weeks, and they have a very similar build. T's and P's. T's and P's, yeah. of course. Uh, Chicago's O line isn't very good. Like, that's what happens with these teams at the top of the draft. They get, you draft a quarterback, and the guy gets the shit beat out of him for two to three years. And, like, is he going to be able to withstand that? I, who knows? You're going to be taking big shots in the NFL at quarterback. That's why, from the younger age to the older age, they have flap jackets on as they get older. Yeah. You just have this full fucking body suit on of metal and plastic because there's a chance you're going to be standing just like this and you're going to feel good. You know, you're going to be nice and loose. But bang, there is going to be a 15 mile an hour car crash yeah. that is going to take place right on your spine. And then your, your face is going to bounce off the ground. Don't drop the ball, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Uh -huh. Don't even think about it. So you cuff that ball. And when you do that, probably going to lose all the air in your body. Right, break you're gonna, ribs. You're going to land on top mm -hmm. of it. And then what you need to do, you give that ball back to the ref. You stand the fuck up. You get right back in that huddle. And you act like nothing happened. That is a trait that NFL quarterbacks have. It is absurd. They obviously get treated very special all the time. Whatever the fuck you need you got but there are moments in a game where they're going to get hit and take shots that nobody else is going to have to take and it's going to be heavy and they're going to have to get right back up and if they show any sign of weakness at all bitch made cat get this, get this guy <laughs> the fuck out of here yep. like that is something that so whenever somebody's 5'11 they're saying 5'11 two inches shorter than me cowboy boots four inches shorter than me mm -hmm. okay <laughs> Those cowboy boots are unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I become a fucking giant. Oh, yeah. 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> I'm looking down at AJ like this. And then they're saying he's not going to run like an incredibly fast 40, so he's not going to run at all probably. Smart. Let's hope he's quick like Purdy is. But there's a chance that he gets some heavy, heavy shots. Yeah. And you think about what Jalen Hurts was able to do from last year to this year. And I don't want to just say – you know what, Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, same people. But if you look at the ass, you look at the legs, yeah. you look at how they operate, you look at the game plans that are probably going to be very similar going forward on how they play, he got – Jalen Hurts became an MVP candidate this year. People were talking about him maybe not being in the NFL anymore. What would Justin Fields do with another year in the NFL and another offseason? It's like just to give up on that because maybe 
this guy who is an anomaly, I get it, and he might be. Fuck, he might be. But Justin Fields might be as well, and you're just yeah. going to give up on that? Because it, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. So whenever it was said by a guy who's a former GM, I'm like, is this how they have to think in this part? Or why are we even thinking like that? I don't, I don't even know why that would even. But Justin Fields might become a bust, I guess, and Bryce Young will be great, and this is draft season, so you got to do the whole fucking song and dance. I, I just think it's no sense to me. I don't well, know. and I'm sure, like, I don't know how Zeke feels or Chicago fan feels, but, like, I mean – there are what maybe it's like him and Lamar Jackson who can run with the football as a quarterback like and they're not the same but like no one can pr- provide explosive plays in the running game in terms of like this upcoming draft like he can probably won't be another guy for a while and again you go back to the like not only I personally don't really trust – I mean, the Alabama thing, like, guess what? The Bears aren't going to have the guys at skill positions that Bryce Young had every single year at Alabama where it's like guys are wide open. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like you, Alabama is unbelievable, but you're going from arguably the best college football team. They weren't this year in, you know, Georgia or whatever. To, well, Pollock but, said. Yeah, exactly. They, they own, you know, college football. But he's going from that to right. the fucking <laughs> worst team in the NFL. Yeah. Like – you know, and is if you're five eleven, and you run just a, got very offended. By well, they are. They have the first, first pick. pick. They're the worst team in the NFL. That's just the way it is. You know, I mean, but it's, yeah, it's a fact. Oh, you guys chose to do that. Justin oh, Fields yeah. said, "I'm gonna break the rushing record, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna lose mm-hmm. a certain amount." We're gonna put an old line out there that can only block like every ten percent play. So, well, like the Colts, for instance, we have number four overall pick. If we were to trade for Justin Fields, we give them they'd have one four. Yeah, one and four. Yeah, you probably get, take a you second. Get, you get Bryce Young and maybe. <laughs> I mean, you could – what the Bears could do with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Four is real high, though. I don't think we would give up four. What's that, AJ? Well, I was just thinking, like, I think Tannenbaum did his job. We've been going on this thing for yeah. 10 minutes now. I would imagine other shows might be, you know, speculating as well. So, I mean, it's a, it's a – I guess that's what you're paid to do is come up with these things, and we're trying to make it a reality. Like, hey, how could this work? How would it work for all these teams? Yeah, and I literally, what, I'm 90 seconds removed from saying, this is so dumb, it makes no sense. Yeah. And then I thought about being in Polish position yeah. up there. And it's like if the Colts come with the number four overall pick for Justin Fields and a third or a second or, or whatever Nelson. it is, and you yeah. have the number one pick, the number four pick, multiple seconds and multiple thirds, it's like, with a brand new head coach and brand new GM, pretty much. I mean, rookie, that would rookie quarterback contract. That would Start be, I guess. Yeah. Hey, Tannenbaum, not a bad. Not a bad. tackle. I mean, I don't know if the Colts are four going to go though. Like, uh, yeah. That, to, to that point, vice versa. If you believe in Justin Fields and you know other teams are going to covet Bryce Young, you keep Fields. You trade that number one pick. You move down a few spots and give yourself some more picks to, like to get Fields. To 10 or, get Fields some weapons yeah, and some O line. Right. Well, they have to trade I mean, back because they yeah, gave. Second yeah. pick to Pittsburgh, and they have so many holes to fill. So no matter what, they need more picks <laughs> right now to too. help. Yeah, a lot of money. A lot of money for spend. the thirty-six. Justin pick. Fields in Indianapolis. Oh man, that would be sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm you all, I'm game for that. And if they did the Ravens it. route, where it's like, okay, we got Fields, Jonathan Taylor combined, these guys are getting fifty I touches. Forget his, his, his legs are very tired, very early in his career. Yeah, but his no, breathing, no, no, he's, he's learned, he's learned, he's yeah, learned. His yeah, breathing is taken over. So he did his, he did his breathing camp uh-huh. in Chicago. That's mm-hmm. right. Now he's in Indy. He's got it figured out. No, there's no good vegan places around here. So are you yeah, kidding right, me? We'll, we'll open two of them. That's right. What are you gonna do? Indianapolis is the vegan. No, no, we're gonna put we're gonna put grass. Supergrass. He'll play with grass on the bottom of his cleats. Supergrass. That's actually really smart. Why did more players not do that? (laughs) What did you say? What was that? He said he'll play with grass on the bottom of his cleats. (laughs) 
And then oh, the Supergrass. Yeah. Then yes. Tone followed. Why don't more people do that? <laughs> yeah, everybody's trying to get the lightest cleats of all time. Mm -hmm. Can you add just a strip just a of patch of grass? grass. <laughs> Big chunk of sod to save you from injury, though. <laughs> right underneath. <laughs> Everything's grass with my grass cleats. <laughs> yeah, that's genius. <laughs> we do have a couple on the way oh, that have uh, been. Okay. We're up to something. Whoa. Okay. Uh-oh. Actually. Okay. We are up to something. AJ, this is a big one. I think you know what it is. Don't give it away. We got a big... I don't uh, think I could. We got a big partnership coming up. Let's just say that. Oh, hell yeah. It's big. Mm-hmm. Huge. Just hunt for blue chips now. We haven't even <laughs> chatted. We haven't even chatted about this at all. No? That's how much we have evolved. Mm -hmm. If this conversation had taken place three years ago, the announcement we're about to make... It would have been two weeks worth of the show. Every single segment would have been brought back to, ah, something's coming, something's coming, something's coming. We're a little bit, you know, spoiled at this point because of the incredible amount of time we've been able to spend on the internet doing this whole thing. We got a massive, we got a massive partnership coming up. Huge. Let's go. I'm pretty proud of us. Yeah. Darius, I'm proud of you, man. Proud of you, guys. Hey, AJ, I'm proud of you, man. Proud of you. What is it? Shut up. <laughs> All right. Who was it that uh who was it that was one and done with their State Farm? They're not coming back? Yeah, that was uh that was a quick relationship. Mm -hmm. Hey, don't have the doofuses in the back fucking we don't need any ad libs. Okay, this isn't uh just read the thing, put the thing down, move on to your next thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, sounds good. And we gave one we took that tractor one trip. One one time. Another run. Mm -hmm. Good run. And we thought that would ruin all the blue chip companies forever. You know, because they all talk to each other. They all oh, have yeah. the same ad agencies. Oh, I don't want to do business with that crew. Why? Well, they got these guys that bark and do these things in the middle of your ad reads that you craft for hours and hours to Eagle make perfect. Boy. You don't want to do that. That changes. That is changing. Mm -hmm. That is changing quickly in a big way. Hell yeah. Oh, my God, it's happening. Hell yeah. I should be more excited. We didn't sleep much the last couple of days. No. So we haven't really got to grasp this entire thing. We've been working on this for a couple of years now. Long oh, time. Yeah. A couple of years. Yeah, legit. Good for us, team. Way to go. Good run. Could run up the score, though, if we really wanted to. Like, <clears throat> if you think, oh, is Pat ever going to sell this company or whatever? If you see us start just reading a bunch of ad reads, bam, mm -hmm. bam, bam, bam. That's just to run up the score for the gross uh, value of the company. So then we could do that whole thing. And I would only do that if we still remained in full creative control and everything. But if somebody else wanted to deal with the semantics and the bullshit, sure. I think I'd be okay with that as well. So just, you know, keep an eye out. That could potentially happen. If you get Connor coming back from three breaks an hour and every read is just the same, it maybe the whole show is just read mm -hmm. after read, sure. trying to run up the score. Sullivan so Steakhouse. Bingo. Yep. yep. <laughs> this question brought to you by... Morton Steaks. They Whose are, voice are you doing there? You like... Steak for lunch, Tom. Who's that? That's Jim Gray. They had, they had an ad for every question. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. Yep. That was such an awesome strategy. Oh, yeah. I think they worked. Oh. I think all those, everybody went to every business. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Every question. All 200 people listening. <laughs> Jesus. Allegedly. What is your problem? We just it's a travesty. It's a travesty that nobody knew that show happened. Yeah, that's Dude, I'm pissed. Should, is it gonna ha it's probably not going to happen ever again, right? Yeah, probably not. That that is 
befuddling. I'd say just to the lowest denominator, very befuddling how that show did zero waves in anything, mm-hmm. right? It, yeah. But it also, though, isn't it a lesson? It shows people like people just assume, oh, big name guy, big name person. The show, of course, everybody's going to listen. Like, no, it's not the case. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. There's a lot of people listening right now that have no idea. What to, Tom Brady had a podcast every single week for the last two years. <laughs> yeah, you're Still right. has. Yeah. Last two years, Tom Brady has a podcast. He talks about everything. You, you, now, he doesn't dive into them, but nobody knows about it because literally nothing really comes out of it. And that Larry is. never asked a question either. Larry's What's never that? on the show. Larry's not. Larry Fitzgerald was supposed to be on the show at the beginning. We just saw him. Yeah, we saw, yeah. saw him two nights ago. He looks yeah. good. Yep. Larry still looks good. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know if we were allowed to request him to come on the show or not if we were at the stage. And he, met, he talked shit to me about never yeah. asking him to come on the show. So he like... Hmm. It was kind of an uncomfortable situation. That's why I don't like going in public too much, you know? Fuck, Larry, what do you want me to do? That's what I said. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you're never going to have me on a show or whatever. And I'm like, are we allowed? It's a compliment. It's a compliment. You should say thank you. Well, I said, are we allowed? And he said, (laughs) yeah. I was like, all right, we'll send a request in. And if you want to turn us down, like, all good. He goes, get out of here. And then he, like, dapped up, went to his plane. And I felt like it was a genuine interaction. It was. He's a dog. Oh, yeah. He's huge. Why do you leave? He is huge. Why is he done? He retired early, right? Don't we all no. think? Yeah. What do you play? I mean, he played forever. Yeah, like he played 15, for a 14, long time, 15, but... Yeah, but he still had like a $10 million a year offer, just like waiting, and other teams were interested. Yeah, finally got a really good quarterback. He's he's 11 pros. No, he, he was part of that sale. Part of owner of the Suns, right? Yeah, he's part yeah. of the Suns. He's also in some... Good go- golfer. Yeah, some yeah. golf course. He's a member of the yeah, golf he, course, like a bunch of billionaires. He ain't worried, hmm. about, he ain't worried about that. He yeah. had a great, great run, though. First, yeah. first ballot. He, what, his hands were yep. just impeccable, right? He was just incredibly tough as well. He played yeah. 17 seasons. More oh tackles than drops. And I say he... Jeez. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I said he ended early just strictly because he had a lot of offers still. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Cardinals would have paid him. He'd still be a Cardinal this year if he wanted to. And I think other teams, too. Yeah. I think there would have been other teams that would have offered Larry Fitzgerald if he was available. He just kind of stepped away, stepped back. I guess it's because of business uh, reasons. We, he was supposed to be a part of Tom Brady's podcast. Yeah. We never saw him. Never saw. Damn shame. Probably got a lot of thoughts to give still. We should ask him on the show a lot. Yeah. Why don't we do that? What's your still. deal? Well, what's our deal? Why didn't we ask Larry Fitzgerald? We thought he hated us? Well, what do we do to Larry? Probably just always he doesn't do want to come on. Yeah, he's busy doing Tom's show. He's golfing. He's golfing. He's taking pictures. He's got basketball. See, this is a problem with our show. This is all, we're so lazy. We make all these excuses. Oh, also, we don't want to send out a, a request for somebody, then leave us on Red or Ghost, and then us having to run into them, and then it's automatically an right. awkward conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they lose What's them. that, AJ? It's all right. It's yeah, okay. What happens when we run into them, and they know, yeah. and I know? They, they feel weird. They feel weird. You don't feel weird. Yeah, I don't want anybody to feel weird. I want everybody to feel good. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Let's keep it moving. No big deal. Hey, can I ask you to come on the show sometime? Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Never do. Remember, ask Russ. Yep. Hey, can I ask you to come <laughs> on the show sometime? He said, absolutely. He didn't tell me to go to Team 3, which is big from what I'm learning. Yeah. We've never requested him on. Yeah. Maybe next year. Should get him on. Maybe that's why he said Russ will be good on here. I think so. Everybody's saying he needs to come on. Might bring him back. Wait, actually, he's he back. back. Yeah, I'm back. Back, yeah, back. back in. Team W, bro. I think he still needs a couple slices of humble pie to be all the way back, but he, he ate oh, a decent amount this year. What so. are you talking about? Russell Wilson's been Russell Wilson since the very beginning. This is a guy. He is a humble guy. Remember, fourth He's always rounder? been the same person. He was just winning football games in the past. A couple qualities. I still think someone needs to put his feet to the fire a little bit. Well, he did. Team W. He's no longer Team 3. Remember, he's Team, team w. w. We'll see. What? They beat what the Raiders. That? He put out a tweet. Team W. A lot of work to do. <laughs> Thankful, excited to go. Mm-hmm. 
Damn. You know what I mean? I saw three. him get emotional, that's thanking his teammates. That wasn't like team win. That is a team three, I guess. Yep. TW. Boop. Yeah. Can't fool us. What a rebrand. Have, have we seen the truck again that he, he rolled into camp on? I haven't seen him drive that. That could have been something he could have done to change his image, though, midseason. Should have thought about hopping in that <laughs> fucking wagon. That he day. should have. That thing was so large. Oh, my God. Thought they'd or a Harley. To Kuwait. I haven't been able to ride my Harley in years, by the way. Let's fix the roads. Because he won't. Worse. Next year, he's battery's dead. The truck for uh, camp and full pads. Yeah, with eye black on. Yep. Yeah. Full <laughs> Russell Wilson costume. jersey. He- helmet in hand, I think. <laughs> no, wearing it while driving. Carrying oh, you think kids. he's wearing the yeah. helmet? Yep. Whatever the case, they win games. He's back to being cool. Let's cover a couple more things that happened. Roquan Smith signed a five-year, $100 million extension with the Ravens. This is fascinating because they traded for Roquan. He comes in. He is obviously beloved in their culture. Five-year, $100 million. Get that man paid. Congratulations to Roquan Smith. That news was broken uh, via St. Omni, via Ian Rappaport. Uh, Roquan represented himself in the negotiation. Nice. So the Ravens were able to get a deal done with Roquan. Will they now be able to get a deal done with Lamar? And Lamar has missed. Uh, it has been 38 days since he sprained his PCL. I don't know how many practices he has been missed, but everything has been counted for now at this point and being monitored. It is being said that he's not going to play this weekend, and he is out yet again. 38 days after he sprained his PCL, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson missed another practice, and he is on track to miss his sixth straight Game. The way Schefter phrases that sounds like that's coming from the Ravens, the information. Yeah. And also, uh, hey, just put this in perspective. This is how long it's been for a spring PCL. The reason why it's conversation is because it's contract con- uh, situation and how the entire year has gone. I'm fascinated by it all. He retweeted uh, somebody last night explaining the situation, saying his knee is like actually fucked up, really hurt or whatever. So I think he believes his knee is actually injured. He hasn't signed his long-term deal yet. He has missed a lot of days, but it sounds like the Ravens and Ravens fans are like, hey, come on, we need to get back in here. What are your thoughts on it, AJ? How do you think this whole thing ends? Yeah, I don't know Lamar personally at all, but I know people that coached him in college. I know different people that played with him and coached him, and they all, like, it doesn't sound like Lamar, like, to sit out if he does feel like he can play. He's a guy that, like, he's, he's proven that he goes about it his own way. He's very unique, I think, in how he views and, and responds and, like, it's awesome. It's actually refreshing to see how he is. I agree. So yeah, I don't think I don't think he's sitting there and feeling really, really good and like, nah, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to let my boys. I'm going to let them all hang out to dry. Like he's not that kind of guy. And by the way, he could very easily be that kind of guy with what has happened in his own division with another quarterback that has set the market for him to get paid the amount of money that he should be commanding. $230 million was guaranteed to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson had not taken a single snap for the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are obviously inside the uh, Baltimore Ravens division. He's the next quarterback up. He's already won an MVP and a playoff game. He is the franchise. He leaves. Your fans probably going to be leaving as well. He's what sells the tickets, the merch. He's the energizer bunny, and he's the full focus of your offense. When he's not playing, you guys stink, and you're boring to watch. I have no idea why a deal deal has not been completed with Lamar Jackson. He put out a window and said, if we get past this, a timeline, we're not negotiating anymore. If they would have went to him with what he was asking for, or at least close that we can maybe move a little bit. Remember, Deshaun, 
$230 million guaranteed. That is not Lamar Jackson's fault that Deshaun Watson, David Mulligetta, and the Cleveland Browns set the quarterback market right there mm -hmm. in their division. That's not Lamar's fault. Lamar's doing business how business has been done. Business has been done by comparing. That is why comps are a very real thing. So Lamar's doing good business here by asking for at least what Deshaun Watson's getting, but they could have been able to get to a point, I think, yeah. where he signs a deal where we don't even have to question this whole thing, which is what Ravens fans are clearly doing in the way Schefter puts out that tweet, clearly wanting people to potentially do as well. Yeah. J. Butler. And, and to go back what what AJ was saying, I agree. Uh, everything he said about Lamar, we even said he, he could have, maybe should have been a little more of an asshole, you know, coming into this year and not showing up until he had a deal um, that he wanted. And the price is only going to go up. Nobody's met that 230 fully guaranteed yet, but I'm sure at some point, you know, with Burrow and Herbert and these guys coming up, somebody will. But um, I mean, that that franchise, you look at him without Lamar, like it's it, nobody's giving him a shot this weekend if he's not playing. Harbaugh's a good coach. Oh, yeah, great coach. They've gone all in around Lamar, right? Remember, Flacco-Lamar handoff was an interesting time. That first offseason, they cut a bunch of people, changed their entire offensive system. They go all in around Lamar. We're going three tight ends. We're fucking Patrick Ricard is a defensive end. He's coming mm -hmm. to fullback for this thing. We're going to load up in the running back game. So we're going to run old school, use what Lamar does. We'll throw every once in a while to a tight end after the play action works. We'll score a touchdown. And it captivated the world. Oh, yeah. Lamar Jackson was must watch television. You're talking about the oldest form of football, power, just running, gun, and everything. Lamar's hitting spin moves 17 yards down the field at 20 miles an hour. It was a must-see affair whenever Lamar's playing football. Now this year, injury takes place. Yeah. Last year, there was COVID that happened, and I think an injury took place, mm -hmm. and the deal's not done. And then there, there's leaks getting out, right? Mm -hmm. That are not, it's like he's a slacker, he's a slacker yeah. and stuff like that. It's like that's on purpose, that's yeah. getting leaked on purpose for a reason. Is that to drive down his value in the fans' eyes because all the fans were like, pay this fucking man his money? Why are they doing that? Are they thinking about not franchise tagging him and moving on? And they're trying to like let their fans know, like, hey, we're moving on from something that's not that great. Like, there's so much at play here, there's so much at play yeah. here, and Lamar is the Ravens. It's a he can come to Indianapolis. I, I, I will, <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he could come right over here to Indianapolis. Easy to get to. Mm -hmm. People love him. We got money, too. We'll pay. We'll pay anybody. Yeah. We literally will pay anybody out here, including a guy that will sell out the stadium immediately upon being signed anywhere. Yeah. Lamar's in an interesting spot, but we're all here because a deal wasn't made, yeah. and I think a deal could have been made. We'll see. I mean, a lot of stuff can obviously happen, but it seems like as where things stand right now, like it's very possible we have a Kirk Cousins situation. Well, they'll just tag him, tag him, mm -hmm. and then boom. All right, let this guy go be a free agent because for we haven't really. I mean, obviously they stopped uh, the negotiations, but they were so what what was reported. I think it was Mort or someone reported it when we first heard about it. They were so fucking far off mm -hmm. from what he was asking for. It's like hard to believe that you are that far off, and then all of a sudden. Again, it's not You're true. Make up for it. Yeah, yeah. right. Like it, it just. I don't. I don't think that's. You know, these owners are are very shrewd businessmen. It just doesn't seem like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're gonna find ninety million dollars for him. Well, not all of them. You know, one of them decided to pay two hundred thirty million dollars to a guy mm -hmm. that hadn't played football in a couple of years. Could be a long con, great move to get some of these other quarterbacks yeah. out of the division. Just yeah, because if you're richer than all the other owners in your division and you reset the market, and those owners can't keep up with the market. All of a sudden, you're banking on a rookie quarterback every four years. Yeah. Every three years. Every three years. So not a bad play. Maybe the Waltons come in the game, too, as well. They tried with Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. 
whoever buys the commanders, Bezos, I assume he's going to pay. Oh, yeah. As much as he needs to for a quarterback. Bezos goes, from my year of having Thursday Night Football exclusive rights with the NFL, it goes as a quarterback goes. Our ratings, whenever good quarterbacks were playing, were high. When there wasn't a good quarterback, guess what? Nobody was there. So I will have my hand in the day-to-day football operations because I've been able to do a lot of other things and expedite a lot of other things and buy a lot of other things. Uh, we need a good quarterback. That's mission number one that's right. here with the commanders. He'll fucking pay. Oh, yeah. And then that's a whole new market. Jerry Jones is going to have to keep up with that one. Mars is going to have to keep up with that one. Daniel Jones, inevitably what's going to happen uh, have to happen. Jalen Hurts' next deal. I mean, there is yeah. there's like some divisions that are going to get heightened quick, mm-hmm. and that's because of the money that's coming into the league. Because these billionaires aren't coming in to fucking lose, are they? You know what? I want to get in the NFL to do what? Suck? Just suck? Just lose? Tepper's fired 100 people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tepper's like, fuck, I'll pay fucking hell. We are getting a winner here. Got a, you know? Entire one of his businesses bankrupt just because of the mismanagement of different things. He doesn't care what... Where his money goes what? or what he has to do? No, he's talking about the facility that was being built in a town in North oh. Carolina. And because North Carolina didn't hold up its end of the bargain quick enough for the finances, he said, fuck it, I'll file bankruptcy. Now there's a building half built yeah. in Jeez. a town. Yeah. That's supposed to be their facility. Mm-hmm. Now that's shrewd business, man. Yes, it is. Exactly. That, that is, yeah. that is uh, the epitome of it. Brand new to a city. We're building a facility, new place, going to be great. And yep. then the city doesn't hold up their end of the bargain in his eyes, which I could see how that would take place with government, mm-hmm. you know, being a government. And say, all right, it's the game you want to play? Cool. Yep. Fuck it. Hi, Carolina. I don't get fucked around with bankruptcy. <laughs> I'm not paying anybody either. You guys got to fucking pay him. That's what you guys are doing. I'm moving on. That's crazy. He's an owner. He was the richest yep. owner in the NFL at the time. He filed bankruptcy for a company. That's the type of business that is being run by some of these guys. Shrewd. I wonder, like, how does the city feel about that they can't feel great he did that well the city i think if you're a teppers should yeah we had a deal i did my deal get into your deal this is what happens in the real world Mm -hmm. welcome to the real world bang city yeah they're probably gonna be a little jaded for a while you win a lombardi though exactly panthers get good that real quick you you win a lombardi though you're a-okay a couple more things Tua probably out versus the bills mm-hmm. skylar thompson expected to start uh nfl viewerships up across the board we hit that raiders are looking into tom brady Ooh. this is a real deal now unequivocally a fact uh part of the dan patrick show i believe breer said it on there tom brady and the raiders potentially a future thing we and I guess at the time it was breaking news because somebody wrote a fucking article about it. We said in one of our think tank sessions live in the microphones that happens on a regular basis. We have a four-hour show basically every day. We were like, Tom Brady's going to Vegas. Yep. Mm-hmm. There is 100%. It, yeah, yeah. We got to the point where Tom Brady's going to Vegas. They got weapons. Obviously, Devontae's there. Darren Waller's there. Hunter Renfro is there. They got a running back in Josh Jacobs who said, oh, I just want to be a Raider. They seemingly have all the pieces that Tom Brady would want when it comes to a personnel department. Then you add in Josh McDaniels was his the guy in his ear for literally the best moments of his life. And he's trying to run that offense with Derek Carr, and obviously it's not taking place. So Tom Brady's going to the Raiders. That just makes too much sense. We got to that point on this show. Now it's being talked about that the Raiders are certainly going to look in to Tom Brady. And also Jimmy G, I believe, was the other report. Because yeah, yep. Jimmy G has history with McDaniels as well, and he'll be on the move. Your thoughts on it all, Connor? Because I think you've paid attention to it pretty closely with McDaniels, Tom Brady, and Jimmy G. This is basically a New England reunion. 
potentially happening in Sin City. Yeah, you definitely think if Tom Brady goes there, they're immediately, you know, they slide right up into those top five teams that are favorites with the Super Bowl. And even with Jimmy G, if Jimmy goes there with McDaniels, because you've seen what he's done with McDaniels. They won, you know, three Super Bowls, obviously, during, you know, 14, 16, 18 with Brady. And then even when Jimmy G came in during the Deflategate suspension years in 2016, Jimmy G played lights out for him. So this does feel almost too obvious to the point where this is kind of confirmed in my mind. This is how it's going to go. This There's no other way I see this happening, especially with the offense and weapons and because of what happened with the Buccaneers transition. It was much more obvious, it felt like, after the fact, looking at the Buccaneers, like, oh, he's going to go there. Of course he is. They have wide receivers that are unbelievable. You know, He'll be able to implement his own offense. And now with McDaniels, it feels like we've learned from that situation now. It's like, oh, he doesn't have to implement his own offense. He just come in and play the football he did for you know 20 years and add in Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. Same language, too. Same yeah. language. Hunter Renfro, that these guys already know. He doesn't have to go through that awkward you know, trying to learn or teach a system like he's going to a and place. McDaniel's system, we would assume, is similar to Bill Belichick's, which yes. is what Tom Brady. We're talking about like day to day how things go, Bingo. changing plays Friday, Saturday, changing mm-hmm. concepts Sunday. It seems like it's too obvious. I think is what we said earlier. Would you like them as favorites if he went over there? That's a tough division. I mean, when you name the weapons they have on offense, and you have Max Crosby and Chandler Jones what? on defense. Yeah, I mean, it'd be hard not to. Not to take them serious. Darius's face is signifying some disagreement. Nah, I don't, oh. just don't trust McDaniel's at their head coach's spot. And he, yeah. they did. They got what some. What about fun. Tom? Tom would be the head coach, really. I he? mean, I, that's what we thought with, with the Bucks this year too. But you've seen a lot of, you know, just I guess We've dysfunction uh, there. It looks like a completely different team uh, with BA gone, in my opinion. But um, obviously, Josh McDaniel's been an offensive guy. They already have that relationship, that understanding there. And this, they were reportedly – wasn't Brady going there with Gronk a couple of years ago? Yeah, Dana uh, White. Yeah, yeah, done. Reportedly, so – um, Dana White. That's the first time we talked about him because how much going on in football. What the fuck was that? I think he's doing a press conference about it right now, I believe. I thought I just right. saw it. I saw some people tweeting me, how come you haven't talked about Dana White? How come you haven't talked about Dana White? It's like I did not know what was happening with Dana White. There was something rather large happening in the NFL world. Somebody died on a field, came back to life, were in the playoffs. That was crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was. I thought that was a fake video. Oh yeah, it was but, also on New Year's Eve, and we were working that game until you know, well after kind of the the fallout of all that stuff happened. I, I saw Dana White's name in the headline. Dana White's name's always in the headlines yeah. because everything going on in the NFL and college football happening at the mm-hmm. same time. I didn't really get a chance to catch up with it all. I thought that was fake. That was real. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Can't do that. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Can't do that at all. That's terrible. Oh yeah. Is he really having a press conference? I don't know. It makes sense. He came out and had a – I mean, he talked right away, and then – so I, would, I thought he was trying to, like, stay under the radar right now. I haven't seen enough of the follow – I saw the video for the first time full, like, very recently. Did that happen the same – that happened Monday night? When that Monday night game happened? Or? Saturday uh, or Saturday. Ohio State uh, Georgia game. Oh, That's Saturday. what I'm saying. I didn't see it. Yeah. yeah. To, this, to your point, we've been kind of in the same world right now. Yeah. Football just had a buzz. I mean, we're talking oh, yeah. buzz off of 10 days here to start 2023. Not good news. Obviously, the DeMar news, not mm-hmm. good news yeah. at all. The college football playoff, the NFL, everything going on. It's like, I didn't see it. I thought it was fake. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't have it. I don't know what he's saying. That's going to be tough to explain. The wife slapped him. He slaps back is what I saw. And it looks like they're at like a basic dive bar. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they were in Cabo, I think, or something like that. But yeah. he spat. He's. I mean, that was. Uh, oh yeah, playing no games. That was a bad. Yeah. That's not good. Don't Can't do that. Dana. Can't see that. Mm-hmm. Can't have other people see that and think it's okay. That that is not okay. And that is not how you show you love each other either. Okay. I know. Like this is. They came. I think she. I think they both. I don't. That was a wild video to watch live. As somebody who has talked to Dana a lot, I did not know. I should have paid attention to it closer. We are not a mixed martial arts yeah. UFC program, except for whenever Dana stops by and mm-hmm. Ariel used to stop by. He now works for literally every company but our company. Right. Yep. Right? Yep. I mean, he is an incredible mm-hmm. talent, but that we, we don't know much. Mm-hmm. I watch the fights. I don't know much about it. So whenever it's not in my algorithm is what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah. not in my – I didn't – so I apologize for not talking about this sooner. Can't happen. Anybody can't do it. Dana White addressing the media at UFC Apex. This is via Carlos Contreras Legaspi. People should not be defending me. There's no excuse. Okay, good. Yeah, nobody is. I was going to say, right. I don't know. Yeah, who's who's defending you? I don't know. Let's move on. Um, that's not cool, though, obviously. Uh, Tom Brady being in a Raider would be crazy. Jimmy G yeah. being a Raider would be crazy. Pete Carroll's on a scooter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hanging out. That? What kind of scooter? Vibes are high in the Seattle Seattle. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, yep. It is fantastic. Yeah. Megacast numbers are in. 483,000 viewers. Hey. On ESPN2. Is, is that good? What uh, does that mean? Well, see, there it is. There's the next stat. Up 206% from ESPN2's title game window last year as part of the Megacast. And as we do know, there's a way to make any number look good. You know, people do that for a living. I guess that's good. You know, I guess that's good. Sports TV ratings quote tweeted this one and said, only 3% of the viewing market, though. Let's not get too crazy. (laughs) And I follow the sports ratings. So I don't know what's good, what's not good. I I didn't have any expectation. I will say I can't thank the people that watched along with us enough. That game was obviously hilarious and a blowout. But we had a blast. And uh, thank you for making it a success if you read that one particular stat. And uh, I think we're all, you know, understanding of the fact that we're very lucky to do what we do for a living. Us getting to just walk that field. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So stupid. So, so stupid. And, like, (laughs) thank you for allowing us to do this to people that watched. Unreal. Right? I mean, I don't know. So cool. I don't know if anybody else wants to give thank yous or whatevers, but, like, legitimately fucking so cool, and thank you for that. And I'm happy somebody watched. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, I I assume that it... You know, exceeded expectations if it was 206% better than, or, you know, more watched than it was last year. And also, I believe the game as a whole was like the uh, least watched game since the college football playoff started. So, you know, yeah, you know, only 3% of the ratings, but I mean, not as many people watched this year. Probably went, probably uh, last couple minutes of that second quarter, like, all right, see what they're going over here. I told you, Barmageddon. Yeah, a big app. Vrabel was on. Yeah, Vrabel and Trace Atkins. Is it good on that? As soon as you did that report, they said the numbers for both the game yeah. and <laughs> ours. Yeah, tank kind of mm-hmm. tank. So thanks for doing that from that suite. <laughs> that's just, what, pe- that's just what people were saying on Twitter. No, we appreciate the opportunity though, and awesome, thank you for man. watching alongside of us. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. It is yeah. more fun than I thought it would be, honestly. All right, let's take a break. Everything DB will be on the other side. I think we wrapped up everything we had to talk about today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got some mm-hmm. stuff for tomorrow. And then, obviously, we're about to dive into the playoff weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get to wake up at home. Here we go. It's huge. And go to bed at home. Cherish it. Friday, after the show. Mm-hmm. And this has happened a couple times this year. It's been nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm going from here to my house. Oh. Ooh. That's crazy. Nice. It's been a long time. It's since not I downtown have... anymore, either. Your house is, you know, right there. much more malleable than... 
<laughs> where it was. No, that's not true. It's uh, what, Lake Monroe. Well, that's what Crazy. I said. I mean, it's still yes. 45 minutes away, but it used to be, you know, an hour yeah. and 15. You got the truck now. Yeah. Well, the saving the planet thing? Yeah. So it basically can drive you home if you want it to. Big report on nightly news last night about the storms coming to California right now, the rain, and then there's snow mm-hmm. everywhere in California, I guess, as well in different places. Really? In Southern Cal? No, in the mines. No, in the mines, but the snow yeah, is top. heavy. They're talking about the snowstorm being super heavy, and then obviously the rain is alarming because Ooh. it's a place that doesn't have a lot of rain normally. So. Mudslides. Mudslides. Yeah. Sinkholes. Mm-hmm. There's, I saw two cars in a sinkhole. There's a lot out there. Santa, a lot that can happen to you out there. Santa Clarita. <laughs> Santa Clarita. Two cars down inside of a thing. Nobody yeah. got hurt. They got out, but Thank that was an alarming Ooh, shot. That is scary. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. No, I can't. How are the electric cars in the floods? Isn't that like a big no-no? I think engines and floods are bad to begin with, but I would assume electricity also does not deal with it well. A lot of Teslas out there. Yeah, the one, the one that happened in Florida was like over 200,000 Teslas that would be returned or something like that. A lot of Teslas in California. Yeah, a lot of nice cars. Self-driving Tesla just caused a little pile up in a tunnel, I think, in Cali. Saw that. No. Yeah. Nine car Somebody pile. crashed into that? It just stopped yes. in the middle of the tunnel. Like it, and the driver said it was on full like self-driving mode and then just... Dude was cars. probably bopping it. Guaranteed. Uh, Massive chance. Yeah. They do have that big uh, iPad-like yep. screen in uh-huh. there. It's really nice. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Get the dash seat? cam footage. Is he in back seat? Or is no, front shotgun? seat just killing it. Front seat just beating <laughs> himself up. He's in the driver's seat beating the hell out yeah. of his... Because you're supposed to have to touch the wheel every like 10 seconds or so. so well, he puts, his feet up on, he puts his feet up on the wheel. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Left hand coming from underneath. Underneath, uh-huh. that's right. Oh, his, leg, what are, what are his legs on the windshield? Yeah, basically. He had left foot out the window. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right leg up on the on the windshield. Mm-hmm. Left hand under, touching the wheel every. Yep. <laughs> Did he die? Did you follow up on that? I don't. That's I a tough I position. See, I didn't it see. Like his pelvis might have been removed. He might have. Yeah. Might have full crunch. Squeezed his fucking baloney right off. Oh, you never know. You get hit no. hard enough from behind. This show is so terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hope everybody's okay. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. self-driving thing, another thing that, like, honest, obviously you don't do. Is there a shift do. knob in those things? Going into a what? A shift knob, like a gear shift? What are you, you, what do you implying, Nick? You do it on this. This okay, is actually good. wide open. Good. They actually sell, like, uh, I don't know. Nick the, thought he was posted up right in the middle, con- middle of the console. <laughs> Nick thought he was posted oh, up right there. Oh, one leg on go. each. Oh, no, just shit. Far right lane. Stop, stop, stop. Oh, and then everyone behind him? Oh, fuck. But, Jeez, that, that white car back there. Look at the brakes, too. Not moving. Yeah, good brakes. Definitely a good. Hey, get out. Oh, pants on, we can see. Oh, his pants are down. <laughs> they are not. I need some help. <laughs> Look at him getting out. He's got to explain it to fucking 40 people. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I drive autopilot. I was yeah, so now whose fault is it? This is what they were. How quickly did he get out of that car, too? I'm trying to go the other way, I think, if I'm Why is this guy help? probably a friend, maybe following. He's a hero, Darius. Of course. This car got hit. Not enough to file an insurance claim. I'm out of here, Subi. This added 50 hours to some people's days, the amount of yep. traffic after this. This guy's going to help him get his pants on now. Wow, I've seen that video before. Once again, we do not know if the man 
well, that was riding alongside autopilot in a Tesla that caused a 30-car fucking pileup mm-hmm. to take place. Was bopping his beat or not, but... Huge chance. There could be. What are you doing? So you have to touch the wheel? So when the thing starts slowing down, he could have changed it? Can you override it? Have to be able to. I feel like putting your foot on the gas overrides yeah, it. Like cruise like, control. Yeah, cruise control. Do you know how that came into the Tesla car? I have a Tesla, one of the first ones, no big deal. Thought I was saving the world. Then I started driving it. I'm like, oh, this is like the greatest car of all time. It's faster than everybody. It's quicker than everybody. I got to plug it in at the house. Mm-hmm. This is unbelievable. It turns out that getting the battery is not necessarily the most uh, planet-friendly thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> which for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, obviously. I thought I was saving the world when I bought it. Turned out I might have been doing it uh, quite a disservice. But the autopilot thing was literally just installed to my my car overnight. Yeah. I, got, I got an email. Updates. Yeah. Uploaded. Updates like a phone. I got an email that said, your your car now has autopilot. Congratulations. And I'm like, well, certainly not doing that. Yeah, no way. Even, it's awesome that they're doing it, but there's no way I'm doing no. that. I've never tried it. Not one, you can, but you have to be involved, though. There's no, like, I know they, there's a beta, like, all, it'll take, it'll do everything, basically. But that's not even really a package that I know of that you can really use much. But the one, you got you to gotta touch the wheel every, legit, every 10, 12 seconds, I think. You got an autopilot car? No, my wife had a Tesla for a couple of years, and that was the same thing. Oh, It'd so be nice know. if it just if you could just type into the, the address and it takes you there, which it kind of does, but you have to be alert and touch the wheel and mess with it the whole time. So what were you doing in there that you immediately thought to yourself, this guy's bopping his yeah. Yeah. No, Because I know there's a story. Oh, he's a fellow People popper. get worried. People are like, oh, man, how this, this uh, Tesla, one out of 700 million of them, crash i'm like yeah and every day a billion people crash their cars that are controlling it themselves like it's still much safer so you're saying i should not just never do it because of what i just watched there because i thought what i just watched there like was you have some awareness never do it it. you're not bopping it spread eagle in the middle of a tunnel did you drive the tesla with two feet well yeah what do you mean it's a car (laughs) there's a brake and a gas you ever use valet mode have you ever driven like uh i don't like valet have you ever driven a manual yeah, I learned how to drive on a stick. So would you, you would just rest your left foot on the brake after you would shift? Yeah. What do you mean? We've talked about this. Okay, easy. Easy. Yeah, calm down. Jeez. Just chatting. So foot, foot hang. Obviously, if you're driving a stick, your foot is on the clutch pretty much the whole time. But then as soon as you, you shift, boom, right on the brake. So hover you're just riding brake. that clutch. I think just. I don't never know. When you say riding that like, yeah. So you can't, the whole car. Oh, granny you can't hold your foot above a pedal. You have to be touching it. You're ho- you're doing a fucking <laughs> leg lift yes. the entire time. Get some get some good tibs, bud. It's tibs. Get some tib work. <laughs> so you're telling me you're fucking bam, we're driving here. Yeah, you're that, sitting that, that thing you on top of the clutch the whole time. No, I'm I'm bringing my toe up. Bring your toe up a little bit. Rest your heel on the ground and bring your toe up above it. So you got like one of those quick. Clutches, just Quick like release. a short one. Like mm-hmm. his three-cone drill. Listen, I've been floating gear since I'm fucking 14 years old. I ain't never heard somebody just rest their foot on a clutch. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't touch it till I need to. So you just view every drive as a workout. All right. Mm-hmm. Makes Left sense. leg, getting yep. a little extra stability yep. today. Just hold that thing up on top of that, please. <laughs> dang, dang. Dang, dang. Do you rest it on brake when you drive? No, I don't touch a brake or the clutch ever unless I'm using it. All right. I respect the way you drive, pal. You're like a race car driver. Hell yeah. A lot of people say it's dumb what you're doing, but mm-hmm. not me. I know Marty. What, was, uh, who was it? It was fucking McGee. No. Oh, yeah, McGee said, yeah. He's a big – he said Larson's going to win the, the cup this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a tough call. Darius, what are your thoughts on Kyle Larson? Yeah. 
No Kyle, thoughts. Kyle. Didn't, know, didn't even know who that, what I did know who the fucking guy was. Yeah. Came to mind. We, we just do conversation. Him, we just do him from the internet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Guess guy sure. can drive the shit out of a car. I guess. He's been rolling. Thought he was going to return. Nonetheless, we move our attention to the secondary of the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the most recent episode. The season finale of Everything DB with Darius Butler. How you doing, D-Butt? Hey, you're great, D-Butt. How y'all doing? Good, you? Hey, you're good. Let's get through it, man. Let's get through it. No. No, 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 no. D-Butt. AJ, tell him. AJ. We're going to thrive. We're not getting through it, D, but we're going to thrive. We're going to get better and smarter during this segment. Yeah, that's what I meant. Hell yeah. Uh, people try to get through things. Let's not get through things. Let's do things. Enjoy it. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's live enjoy. these let's things. Enjoy. Let's enjoy do things, D, but. D, but. Sweet hat. Are you Week okay, 18. D, but? Is everything okay? Patriots epic. All right. What's up? <laughs> All right, I'm just making sure getting through things. I'm just, is that a bad uh, negative connotation on them? Yeah, like getting through is like. All right, let's fucking get through this. Yeah, let's put our you know head I mean? down. I guess your your tone wasn't that way, but sorry about it. D butt doesn't. Don't let's be sorry. Don't be sorry. Let's get he's, to he's it. He's been hanging out too Cover much three. with us, I think, and he's just now nah, he's to super get, negative. He's just done with no, it. He wants no, to get man, we're talking. We're talking ball, baby. We're talking defense. We're yeah. talking coverages. Hell this yeah! Is, hey, shit. here we go. Yeah. Hell yeah! Here we go. Let's go. We can sweet. Everything yeah, DB. I, I should have kept the golden bull one on. I know. Yeah. Good Patriots play. I love this. Good, uh, actually, it's a bad Patriots. What? Good Josh Allen play. <laughs> this is Josh Allen being special. Now, Patriots did have some good plays. Really, Josh Allen, bad plays. But Come the thing on. about Josh, this is always really on him, uh, what he does. So you'll see uh, the defense rotating down. But this is really going to be Josh Allen being special, kind of on that second reaction play, extending the pocket. going to keep an eye on his backside curl flat defender. This will end up being covered three. As you can see, single high safety, deep third, deep third. You got four underneath uh, defenders. And initially, they have pretty good coverage. It's going to be an over route from this tight split, so you can pause it here. So at this point, this is a true zone dropping, so everybody's kind of getting to their drops. It's not matching in the cover threes. Up here at the corner, he's going to get drawn up by this curl route, and now this, on, this backside curl flat defender, Miles right? Bryant. So he had, Miles Bryant. Miles Bryant. So he has no, no work over here, so he's looking at, okay, what can attack me from the opposite side of the field? So obviously this run through defenders gonna clear out their post safety and 16 is trying to run to open space which initially is going to be covered but even in zone drop coverages once the quarterback extend these plays as josh allen is doing right here and then he's going to point and direct him upfield this defender now with eyes on has to kind of plaster this guy and just run with him like a man coverage he doesn't well he does late but josh allen this ball this is this is this, so this is the best of josh allen when he's playing at the top of his game uh, he's obviously one of the top, you know, two or three quarterbacks in the league. That guy's got to stay on him, you say. He's got to so pause it. So kind of right here at this point, you see Josh Allen extend, breaking the pocket. So now you kind of it turns to a scramble drill. Big Ben, Aaron Rodgers. You know the reason those yeah. those quarterbacks are so tough to play against is because they have the play initially, obviously, but once they break the pocket, now it's almost like backyard football. And that's what happened with Josh Allen. He sees him. He sees okay. This is the only defender. Post safety's out of there, so he just tells him kind of go upfield, but we'll kind of point him upfield. Yeah. Running back a couple frames, you'll see the point. If you're a, like a coach, at what point does one guy get beat? You okay? Is everything all right? Good. We getting through this? Getting to this. There you go. Ooh. 
Oh, that was good. Hell yeah. That was good. <laughs> Deion <Coach> Sanders. <laughs> that, was, that was good. That how, was good. How, how many times does a D-back have to get beat until they finally say, like, okay, this guy just isn't good at football. We shouldn't play him. Who are you talking about? Number 27, Miles Bryant. Easily public enemy number one for the New England Patriots. <laughs> hey, Not even close. I mean, I can't tell you how much the people of New England fucking hate this guy's hey. guts. I feel bad for the guy. I, I've been that really? guy before in really? New England. It's tough out there. It's tough out there, but you got to perform. You got to make plays. I'm sure Brian would be great, but this is a no. That's no, a tough, I'm, that's I'm a tough sure play. he won't. Do it's you know play. he switched his number to 27 after J.C. Jackson left? Did you do that like after Ty Law retired? We're like, you know what? I'm going to be 24 now. Fly was a bad. Thought you guys said J.C. Jackson was bad. No, J.C. Jackson was very good for us when he leaves, like great a lot of players do. Unfortunately, they have a little bit of a drop off. But he got hurt. It's a much different situation. Hey, this isn't about but Miles. But fucking Bryant. Miles Bryant. It's about Josh, <laughs> fucking Allen. Yeah. making a great play. Okay. and a great throw. It doesn't matter who that guy was. It's Kirk John Cousins. First catch. Kirk Cousins. Here we go. Here. Star. Uh, once again, cover three. A version of cover three again with the um, Chicago Bears. You got third and seven on this play, I believe, and you got a, a bunch down here. Now, it's going to be outside flood concept, which is always tough in any coverage, but especially in zone coverage because you, by the name, you're flooding the zones, right, or the side of the field. So you're going to have a low out, which is going to be Justin Jefferson, and he's going to be right at the sticks. This is third or six or seven. And then you have TJ Hawkinson. He's going to run the intermediate outbreaking route. And then you got KJ Osborne, who's going to run a deep version of it. Now, as a deep third defender, once again, you are you got to be deep as the deepest in your third. You got a post safe there's going to be in the middle, and then this curl flat defender, it's going to be a, it's tough on him because you're going to have 18 public enemy number one right at the sticks. So that's always going to draw your body, your eyes. Run it back real quick. This is just a little coaching point here that I used to get coached on. And if you if you got this bunch this tight inside the numbers, don't really worry about a reroute. Same thing if you're a corner in cover two, because by formation, by position, they've kind of rerouted themselves with that alignment. And once you get caught up in that traffic, you kind of lose, um, you kind of almost lose where you're at on the field. So if he sinks back and kind of opens his hip, gets depth, kind of how Miles Bryant was early on that last play, okay. that's kind of where he should be. So he's out here, and that way, this isn't so butt naked to where this corner comes up on him, but it's a tough route. It's a great route concept. Once again, on third and seven. So Justin Jefferson running around the sticks, been a low one, and now you can see the trouble right here. Kirk Cousins standing there taking a hit. Kirk Cousins been making. He's going to have to obviously make some great throws taking hits, but his line Jeez. banged up like it was. Damn. But great read, great play design, and the great execution um, from the Vikings. That's a great play design, right? Yeah. Like nothing, you can, you're, they're going to get the first down regardless exactly. here. Exactly. The best way to play that, if you go back to the wide copy real quick, the best way to play it is for this curl flat defender to just get depth and width, right? And when you're a zone defender, width is also your friend. Width kind of equals depth at some point. So you get wide enough so you can see the routes developing. And another rule of thumb as a flat defender, if you see one in front of you, nine times out of 10, one is behind you. So the only thing is you'll have to play this top down. Like you said, Justin Jefferson, if, he, if this flat defender goes back, Kirk Cousins, this ball is almost out of his hands at this point. Hey, we take the first down. Once he comes up, now it's all about what that cornerback does. And if the corner goes back with the deepest, then T.J. Hawkinson is going to be wide open for a 20-something yard, get potentially more with a catch and run. But the corner, you got to be as deep as the deepest. Yeah, does he just think Osborne's going post? or Who's that? The cover three corner. Uh, he's he's he too him. tight, too. But he's, he's too tight, too. He should be 
wider as well because once he gets open up, because once everything's in there, you got to just keep getting depth, keep getting deep. So it's not he KJ, yeah, he's got to see him. And KJ saw it immediately. Once he saw that corner come off with TJ, hey, throw his hand up. And a good ball from Kurt, too. You've shot Wild bunches before where they're jamming. Do you not jam on a bunch when it's that wide, or is it because of the distance? The, when, when it's condensed and it's a bunch, I'm not a fan of bunch. Unless you're just in there, you got to go straight back. But if you have to get with, like if, if you're like a, a hook curl defender, and a cover two where you're just trying to – AJ has talked about this before. You're just trying to fuck up the spacing, but you're going straight back. If you have to get with, once you try to jam, it's too hard to jam and then get with. You know what I mean? It's just too tough um, on your body. And you get you can get caught up real quick. You don't know if you're You only seven. jam the point too, though. Yeah. Like you normally only jam the point. Yeah. So he's, if you're the curl flat, you're not going to jam the point because it already gets you out left. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so he's got to go there, and he's got to go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, he, yeah, he's got to just force a really force a really tough throw. That's the only thing you can hope for here yeah. if you're on defense. You got to be back and just hey, you got if you throw it perfect, you got us here. Yeah, you can't get definitely can't give that one up. Kirk Cousins slinging it. Yeah, because yeah. if you think yeah. about it all, Justin Jefferson, third and seven, Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. It makes sense why you'd want to jump the shorter ones. Mm-hmm. Kirk says nah. I'm going to eyeball this whole thing. I'm going to drop one in the bucket from 40 yards out. This is a new Kirk Cousins, boy. Hell yeah. Giants, this is a new though. Kirk Cousins. They got Dayball ripping cigs, oh. drinking beers. And Wink doing the same thing. Uh-huh. Fresh, fresh defensive line, too. Taking on Harry Styles again. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, here we go. Game. Joe Burrow. Pause it real quick. Yeah, this is right, awesome. Yeah, this, right now, Joe Burrow's looking up top, and this is uh, rookie Kyle Hamilton in the slot right now. Alexander. His name well, is rookie Kyle, Kyle Hamilton. Lined <laughs> up across from uh, Tyler Board. And uh, safety's up top, communicating with the cornerback. But Burrow sees, he smells blitz, right? You got five guys lined up here. You got one coming out. So he's smelling blitz. So he's going to check. This is third and four, I believe. Hayden Hurst, he takes him off the line of scrimmage, kind of puts him back in what we used to call a C area. Um, so, which is a much more of a protection set, right? So he put him back almost like a max protection set. Baltimore, they're known for exotics. Sees that, and then so, once he comes, oh. so right, when that safety is stacked over this nickel, that's a huge telltale sign, especially with this nickel just staring at the quarterback. Obviously, he's a young player, so he's there. All right, I'm going to line him up. I'm going to have to beat this running back. Joe Burrow's looking at him. He goes alert, alert. He brings Hayden Hurst back for protection. And then once he knows Jamar Chase is going to be one-on-one, that's his go-to guy since LSU. He's going to take that every time. So right now he sees it. All right. Hold on. Yep. Hayden. What's the number? Here we go. Whatever it is, alert, alert. Back Boom. up. TJ echoes it to him. Tight end comes off. They pick up the blitz. Joe one wasn't on even thinking. One-on-one. On one. I'm throwing it up to my guy every time. And then, oh. and then you look at, all right, who's the corner? You know, it's not Marlon Humphrey. That's not mm-hmm. Peters. I believe that's Daryl Morley out there one-on-one. But anybody, oh. most corners are getting beat one-on-one in that situation with, uh, with uh, Jamar, Jamar Chase out Chase. there. So you Joe, see the alert, boom. Joe Burrow said in a press conference, he said, I'm kind of old school. If I see Jamar one-on-one, like, yeah. I'm going to throw it to my guy that every face, single time. Yeah. I don't care what it is. He knows he's one-on-one. There's no thought at no all. Thought. Boom. Gone. If you run back real quick from the tight, AJ, I don't know how you feel about this, but I used to absolutely hate it. Uh, from the wide, I'm sorry. Hate this as a DB. You can just let it play through. 
like you're sending these guys and some of them kind of, um, I forgot what you used to call it, coffee house or whatever, where you come in showing like you're blitzing. And then you got these guys in fucking no man's land. So I feel like mm -hmm. if they actually rush all of these guys, pause it. So now these guys are like faking out, trying to pick up blockers and then get out late. But then they end up here not helping any. Like that's not helping me at corner. That's not helping me one-on-one -on -one in the slot. <laughs> like what the fuck are y'all doing right here? A lot of coaches do that. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, Please, just please stop doing it, especially with D-linemen. Like, let them run after the court. You heard Prime, Coach Prime yesterday. Let them home, let them, let them hunt. Let them hunt. Like, I don't, I don't, come on, man. I don't need the big fellas out here wasting yeah. space. Especially on the 30, especially on the 30 going in. Like, that's something you do in the red zone. They hope they can get in the passing line and tip the ball or get a cheap yep. pick or something. Mm -hmm. Also, at the first down there, you get any of these guys sucked up. Yeah. You got yeah. a drag route. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't want to be right. sucking up D-linemen. <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they were anticipating some low crossing routes or something with this play call. But yeah, let, give me give, give me some help out there, cuz he's pretty unstoppable. Yeah, he, he's, can't have yeah. a number forty-one on Jamar Chase. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> can't do it. You know who used to wear forty-one actually? Who's that? Miles Bryant, the fucker that wore his twenty-seven now. For <laughs> <laughs> well, a reason, he changed his number. Yeah, because he wanted to look worse in a better number. What's your problem? He wasn't bad as forty-one. You're the guy break. Guy's yeah. living on an island. Oh, he's in zone. He's covering yeah. John Brown, <laughs> who still, hasn't played all year. He's still all by himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's all by himself. Hey, it's just him and his helmet. That's Smoke right. Smoke Brown's all by himself next year. Uh, you can pause it right here. Big tight end set, thirteen personnel under center, and on defense we're going to have a cover two now. So you're going to have a uh, flat, deep half, deep half, flat. Now, what they're going to do is kind of like a fly motion, and they're going to send Watson on like a, a, a fade route, basically, a rail route. Now, typically, if this route came from anyone else, two or three, that flat defender will be responsible for carrying out there. You're always responsible for your wheel route. But when it comes from number one, that's on that deep half safety. And this deep half safety, I believe this is another rookie. I think this is a more a TCU safety. And pre-snap, you'll see it'll be real subtle and quick. Uh, Harmon gives him a late kind of shove call, and what that tells him is after this motion goes, I only got Travis Kelsey back here. So you'll see it uh, kind of once 84, probably gets about right here. You'll see it better from the tight copy, but he's going to tell him shove, shove, and that's basically saying I got Travis Kelsey here. So as this deep half safety, it's a good chance that I'll be able to shove your way and give you some help, right? So right now, boom, pause it. So now Travis Kelsey's running across, so no more deep threats over here. So now 30, Harmon's looking for work from the other side, which he picks him up. But right now, you got a flat corner who's not carrying that because he anticipates a deep half safety to take him. And you got a deep half safety that's still caught up on this route that's actually going to be taken care of from the backside safety. So Mahomes picks it up. This play was designed for this coverage and throws a dot. So that's just oh. a corner. So on TV, this will look like the corner just got ran by. Like, oh, my God, this corner sucks. Uh, Watson just ran by him. But in all reality, you'll see the subtle, hey, shove, shove. And this is something that maybe it should have been yelled at a little more, especially with a younger guy. Hey, hey, alert the shove, alert the shove before the motion even goes. Alert the shove, but he gives it to him late. He does it. He executes it. But once again, as a defense, we always talk about a quiet defense being a dead defense. Make sure it's heard. Nonverbal, verbal communication. But a great play design, a great ball from uh He's on the 23-yard line. Yeah. Boop. That's a 35. That was their second play of the game. Was that 42 yeah. yards? 42 yards on a dime? That's all she wrote. Yeah. Once again, looks horrible on the, on the, uh, on the corner, but that's really on the safety, uh, in my opinion. T, but the throw. The throw. The throw is unbelievable. 
boop. But that's, I mean, that's Mahomes. On a line, he's catching that on a line. Like, yeah. that ball's hitting somebody in the, in the sideline still. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. That's, that's Tyree Hill's, you know, touchdown last year. Yeah, but still, them losing Tyree Hill. Yeah, we'll just get this guy, Justin Watson. He used mm-hmm. to work at Wendy's, and we'll make him unbelievable. Yeah, we'll put him on a little arena league run. Sample. Get him in full speed motion. You can, you can run, right? Yeah, well, not really from, like, the start. I need a little bit of time. Oh, sweet. We'll okay. just have you run. Is 53 yards enough? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll have you run 53 yards across, and then fucking you'll be full speed, and we'll just turn it. The Arena League's been doing Watch Canadian Football League and Arena League. We're just going to do that with you. Yeah. Okay? Oh, Thanks. wait, you, you were playing in the Canadian uh, Football League. So you know exactly League. what we're so talking about. Just okay. fucking full mm-hmm. speed. You'll beat everybody because they're just standing oh. still. You're good. Sample. Who did the other night? Georgia? No. Georgia, yeah. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia did on that. TCU. It look, and it looked bad on uh, Hodges Tomlinson, yeah. the corner out there. It's like, hey, what the hell are you doing? But once again, he expected um, oh. that deep half safety to still be there. With but I mean, McConkey. that was the fucking least of their worries. Um, Rolling start is tough. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's me. tough. Um, well, Mahomes is the oldest uh, quarterback in the AFC in the playoffs. That's what we've been saying about him. His old ass needs to start really taking advantage yeah. of the opportunity. His window might be closing. Yeah, his his windows his whole career too. He's a, he's a monster. Um, up top, Man, Kendall Fuller, young. third and six, Coach I believe, okay. on this play. Dak Prescott making a throw to the to an out. <laughs> Risky, right? Opposite hash throwing it out. This corner's been around for a while. Anticipates the break at the sticks. Could have had a pick early. Either play before this, maybe, but he fell down on it. Didn't fall on this one. Great anticipation. Oh, great break. Dak. Right at the sticks. Dak. This has been Dak. This has been his, his big problem um, this season with these turnovers. I think he's looking at CD, so he does a little bit of a look off. Not enough, though, right? Yeah, you'll see it from the tight copy. He does like a, a typical, like, look straight, go right. And this is nine times out of ten. With a, I think that's a maybe a deep third corner. Not sure because these safeties kind of doing, I'm not sure exactly what they're doing. But this is a pitch and catch a lot of times, but this is opposite hash, veteran corner. That's a great – and the ball is behind the receiver, too. This they're is, playing Tampa right here? Is he sitting in cover two? I don't – if you if you go – Look at this middle Tampa. reader. I feel like he's trying to get deep. This is like a middle reader, and then we've got two hook droppers here. Yeah, and it, this dude is kind of – I'm not sure. What, that's the only guy that doesn't make it look like Tampa, but it could definitely be two uh, – Front side, not sure what they're Either doing. Way, back that side. corner could not believe this ball came out. He's yeah. sitting on yeah. it the whole time, <laughs> and it's Jeez. behind him. I mean, they literally had eyes on him. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 the sticks, man. Dak You're going to break like, the sticks. It's the ball we saw um, in the Peach Bowl a couple times at CJ Stroud mm-hmm. through Harrison. Like, mm-hmm. hey, if I hit so him, Max I hit Duggan him. Do this. If I don't, it's going out of bounds. So, yeah, Max Duggan right before the half. Dak has what the most picks in the league, and he missed like five, six games. Yep. Is yep. there any thought that Whoa. he? Might not be the guy, or is it too late? Whoa. Wow. Look, there it was, undefeated with Cooper Cushion. He wasn't, you know, throwing pick sixes. It's, 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 it's got to be questions. I mean, at this point, it's got to be questions. He throws a lot of picks. A lot of yeah. picks. Seven consecutive games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That not one was good. kind of a handoff. Yeah. It's like good. Matt Shaw out there. What yeah. happened? He forgot? And he could have threw another pick. Like another, I wanna, it might have been that same drive, same corner. And the corner just fell, and he went right back to him. What did he do? Does he just forget what football is or what? Yeah, ca- I don't know. Commies killing cowboys is not my America. <laughs> no, sir. No. Trey White. Mm-hmm. Trey Davis White, man. This is textbook. So Clinic take. Back shoulder fade uh, from Mac Jones throwing to Nelson Aguilar. So this is, you know, obviously we've been Puts seeing Puts it back. on his front shoulder. Yeah. Yep. I this mean, this a, won't get touched, but this is a beautiful ball, right? <laughs> he Balls right here. 
Run it back a little bit. If you pause it kind of around this 10-yard line, like if you're a corner, this is exactly how you want to play this. You're in phase. So you you been on top. You're anticipating a back shoulder throw here. And <laughs> eyes right back to the quarterback. So he tracks it the whole time, using his hands to kind of fill him out. The refs aren't going to call that, especially if you're looking back for the ball. It's incidental contact. If you run, just run this rep back one more time because this is a like a stay square at the line of scrimmage identifies the route and this Trey White he got thrown in there late obviously big big time injury last year but he was a top tier corner and he's right back in the form right going into the playoff vision back I mean perfect and then you know the ball is obviously not great you got it he probably tried to throw it over the shoulder <laughs> what's your deal today why'd you, why'd you do this to me Patriots kind of stinking. What's the, oh, what's the fucking okay. deal, D-Buck? Because you've never done this with is one a, team before. Is that a bad it's scheme? or Is that a bad scheme at this play with Matt Patricia? Or is that just you just throw that one away. If you got a corner in that position, okay. unless that's Jamar Chase or, you know, Justin uh, Jefferson, one of these top, like, you know, 50-50 ball, <laughs> that's one of those you just throw away. What the, I don't understand, though. Why'd you put two bad plays from the same team on here? You never bury teams like this. I bury them. Oh, okay. Those two great plays by two great Josh Allen yeah, and Trey White. people yeah. over. No, he's not. Now right. I know why you said let's get through this. Good plays. That's shit. Two bitch, well, you said let's get through this because you want to get to the baby. end to watch both Patriots play. Yeah, that's what I mean. Now I know what he's talking about. He buried the Steelers earlier with yeah, A.J. Yeah. Brown. See? Did he two plays, yeah. though? Yeah, yes. Yes. Jalen Ramsey was on here like four or five times. Yeah. yeah, but one bad from the offense and one bad from the defense. He's burying the whole team. You guys need to see it. I don't need to see it. Yeah, you do. We're on to the Shrine Bowl. <laughs> Bill Belichick will Damn, be coaching in the Shrine right. Bowl. Nice. Senior Bowl might be getting uh, – yeah. I don't know what the Senior Bowl did. What happened? Something happened with the Senior Bowl. Yeah, something not great. Oh, that yeah. the NFL is no longer focusing on the Senior Bowl. We believe. Early reports are stating that the Shrine Bowl will be a replacement of something else, and then the Bill Belichick – Will and the Patriots coaching staff will oh, coach yeah. in the Shrine Bowl. Is it the Shrine Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Shrine Bowl. What's the other one? Hula? Senior. Senior Bowl. Uh, no, Bowl. I thought there was yeah. in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, I was in the Senior Bowl. Were you in the Senior Bowl, AJ? Uh, I was not. Oh, because you won five overall. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to do any of that shit. Yeah, I'm still in school. I was in class. Okay. I was in the Senior Bowl, and to be honest, I had no feel to kick on, so kind of a waste of a week, but got to meet everybody. Made some yeah. great one-handed catches on the sideline to showcase my athleticism. Hopefully that helped out. Kicked the kickoff to me. Yeah, I did. That was <laughs> awesome. Did you did take you, it to the house? No, I got 20-some. Mm, oh, you should show that play then. Yeah, one guy I mean, told you to never punt a ball again. Yeah, okay. there's a special teams coordinator for um, the Cincinnati Bengals named Darren. Mm -hmm. he, he was coaching the other team. He's a great guy. Yeah. He and I get along very well. But he certainly said, nobody's ever been able to do both. You're in the senior bowl to kick, not to punt. If I were you, I would never punt a ball again. I would just strictly kick, become the best I could be, and maybe get drafted or something like that. I'm like, you got it. I love the guy. <laughs> and then a couple months later, I got drafted to punt and had to learn how to punt all of a sudden because <laughs> I wasn't working on it the last two maybe, months. But Maybe he's trying to hide you. No, they didn't draft me. They didn't draft Kevin Huber. Same draft class. Could have taken me. He said, nah, oh. fuck that guy. And that was a smart play. Kevin Huber much better than me at punting and in the uh, league a lot longer. But, yeah, I don't know what happened between the senior ball and the NFL. Something happened. There's no reason for them just to pick up and be like, oh, well. Actually, this is the senior ball now. What did Reese's wow. Pieces do, man? That's but, interesting. So who's coaching the, the, the one in Alabama now? Uh, we don't know. This, so I think the NFL team's pulled out of the senior ball. What? Board. It was always coached by NFL coaches. Yeah. Now the Shrine 
is having yeah. NFL coaches. They in. literally moved all of the staff that was on wow. the Senior Bowl and moved really? them to the Shrine Game. So yeah, they are pissed. At something, the yeah, something credential. This could be as small as somebody not getting a credential somewhere mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. happening like numerous times and like we're not doing it anymore. We're not. Do- we make this whole thing. What's the deal? Or it's just like they see a better future with the Shrine Game because they might have better ownership or more ownership of it, and they want to make it a much bigger ordeal. Mm-hmm. Nick has some more information on the entire. Uh, yeah, it turns out they're alternating now. So in 2024, the Senior Bowl will get full NFL coaching staffs. In the meantime, this year, the East-West Shrine Bowl will get the Falcons and the Patriots coaching staff, right. while the Senior Bowl will get a staff of quote-unquote nominated coaches. I don't know who's doing the nominations. Beat but reporters? Oh, no. What if Arch Stable feel like a bully are coaching? Something these. happened with the Senior Bowl. Where is the Shrine yep. Bowl? I know. Somewhere, somewhere nice, I think. Arizona, Texas, Texas? Arizona, Florida, the Shrine Bowl. I'll tell you what. When they start, when they start shrining, oh baby, that's the time. Got those neat hats they wear. There was a bunch of those bowl games. Remember the NFLPA spent ten million dollars on one. Do you remember they opened <laughs> yeah. their budget? Yeah, they have that. They opened their budget for the first time, and they said we're doing uh, NFLPA Pro Bowl or Senior Collegiate Bowl game, Collegiate Bowl, because we think with TV contracts it'll make money. And I remember sitting in there going, don't take any mm. of my fucking money to make an F-League All-Star game. Okay, mm-hmm. There's already too many All-Star games. Yep. There's only one All-Star game that does anything, and it's a senior bowl. Now, the NFL says, no food for you. We are going to the Shrine Bowl for a year. That's crazy. There's four games on NFL Network. It's the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl, East-West Shrine, Reese's Senior Bowl, and then the HBCU Legacy Bowl. The, the Collegiate Bowl is still happening, the NFLPA one? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! Well, I never least, guessed it would make last zero dollars. What's that? At least last year it did. All right. Well, good luck to all the people that are shrining. Yeah. Hope you make it to the league. Shrine on. Good luck. It's an it's an extended combine basically, with mm-hmm. those coaches there. They're putting mm-hmm. them through a practice, workouts. Everything's filmed, getting sent everywhere. There's a lot of meetings, one on one meetings happening there. Senior Bowl. I'll be excited to hear what happened at some point, right? Oh yeah, that, oh yeah. Some, some well, because mm-hmm. they had that thing, Monopoly. Oh yeah. They had it locked down, locked in. Mm-hmm. This is the game to go to. You get invited. Congratulations. Go to the fucking Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. Bowl's gonna be in Vegas. Las mm. Vegas. Turn your shrine on. That's where the Pro Bowl is as well. Yeah. Mm. Get hmm. your shrine on. Is that what you're saying, Zito? Hell yeah, turn it on. Flag football game in the Pro Bowl this year, right? Three of them. Yeah. It's going to be sweet. Can't wait. Check that one out. It's actually called the Pro Bowl Games. Like the Olympic yeah. Doms? I really yeah. wish they bring back the old shit. Oh, yeah. Have that to pay people. They bring it back. Fastest man. Oh, the longest right. throw. Like, oh, that right. shit back. I think they got longest drive this year. Yeah, good top golf. That'd be mm-hmm. dope. All right, here we go. Does their sim break as much as ours? Uh, probably not. Probably Does not. any sim break as much as ours? I think it was a shitty one. What? Bruce? Is that what happened? Who did? Did we get a lemon? Bronovich. <laughs> We, we can reach out to customer support. There are more issues over there. Oh, we have to go to customer support? It's every time. It yeah. breaks every time we you play. You reach it's, out the goddamn yeah. thing after every shot you take. Is yeah, that what the, it's supposed to be? The thing freezes up top where uh, it doesn't recognize the ball. Every time. I every round. Four holes in. Dead. Br- got to restart the whole thing. Brutal. It is brutal. We got a golf simulator. Can't golf. The fuck What's the point? Have? So we don't have one. We don't. We have a room with turf up there. Yeah. yeah. Four walls. Can't do anything because it's not big enough to do anything else in it. Not the dodgeball game. 
pretty sweet. <laughs> pretty sweet. But just like the golf, you'll start throwing dodgeballs and zombies won't die because they won't oh, register a ball. That's yeah. the best part. Yeah. Then you're dead. So you're not playing dodgeball anymore. You're just getting attacked by zombies standing in a room with no zombies. <laughs> no it's a whole thing. Anyway, shout out to our golf sim. Ain't that right, AJ? Yep, that's right. I want to play that zombie game. Sounds good. No. You want to play until the balls aren't registered and then you got 10 zombies fucking at your neck, yeah, dude. Yeah, Eating your face off. Nom, 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 nom. Scary. They, but they bit off Ty's dick. They did. Mm. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Ty can't go Well, you know, they anymore. always go for the genitals first. You know yeah, that. They, do. they stuff them in your mouth. Zombies? No, that's your move. Here's another That's not my sweep. move. That's just a classic disrespect move. If you want, you want someone, you know, hey, let your parents find you with your dong in your mouth, pal. With your dong in your mouth, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, we, we've talked about that. The ultimate disrespect. What do you got, D-Butt? What's on this play? We got a little motion, I see. Yeah, we, got the, we got the jet motion similar similar to the Chiefs play. Uh, he's coming across, but he's actually going to run a deep route. This corner, right? Deep, he's going to run a deep, uh, deep hook. And this corner, once again, deep third again. This corner gets sucked up by this deep curl route. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. So if you pause right, this is actually going to be a great play design. Hard play, actually. Got this other receiver in protection. He checks in, protects, and then checks out. Deep third, deep post. You'll see, the, let it develop, develop a little bit, pause, boom. So this stop, he takes the eyes of this corner, and he's going to go deep seven here, a deep outbreaking route, and Quandre Diggs, once again, I think he was on a, might have been on the plays last week as well, making a great break out of the post. Three-time pro bowler now as a free safety. So right now, you pause it, it yeah, yeah. It's a lot of space for Baker Mayfield go, Baker. to make this throw. But you'll see where he leaves this ball, and uh, with a good post safety, he oh, does no. what a good post safety does. Oh, no. It covers ground. Oh, it makes a great, oh, a great catch Baker. too. Boop. High pointed, pointed at his boy Bobby <laughs> Wags on the sideline. <laughs> this is an overtime, uh, so obviously a big time Man. turnover and a big time situation. I mean. I would have tried to stay in bouncing house this yeah. game, but got him to the playoffs though. Yeah, but he had he to did. let Bobby know. Yeah, got you, Bob. He did let Bobby know. Oh, uh, he covered wait. so much ground. Yeah, Quandre. Still, if that ball's to the sidelines, that might be a touchdown. Fact, shit. He, I mean, you got a lot of. And then the Lions know. are being the playoffs. Yep. Wow. Great play. Yep. Wow. A great break out of the post. All because Quandre Mayfield. Yep. <laughs> what the hell, Baker? They went down and scored. Game over. Yep. But yeah, this is this yep. is. He covers a lot of ground. Closing speed. No wonder McVeigh wants to retire. <laughs> <laughs> like you got to hit that. You got to hit that with bait. Like you got it. Uh -huh. You got to hit that. Mm -hmm. one. Overtime too. He's high stepping. Yeah, he didn't try at all. <laughs> yeah, he did, I mean, 63 jacked six, his ass off. 63 was not yeah. happy. <laughs> right here, this guy. Yeah, I don't think Bobby Wags appreciate that. He almost that. blasted him. Yeah. yeah, 63 was close. Come here. But, yeah, you got shit. You got four Get blockers here. here. You got one receiver. Like, <laughs> 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 like, he, don't add 15. Ultimate oh, face in, um, ultimate faith in um, Geno Smith to go ahead and put it in the end zone or field goal or whatever. But Is Great play. That's when McVeigh wanted to go? Yep. yep. I'm done with this shit. I think Diggs said, retire, bitch. And then uh, when he heard that, yeah, oh, I'm going to call right. it. Retire, fucker. Chunky soup sucks. <laughs> I mean, he's real close. Yeah. Yeah. Credit to McVeigh for not he flinching. He didn't even flinch. Well, he took a shoulder pad right He probably there. wanted him. Probably told him, hey, oh, knock me it? out, please. Is there a dog, a dog in here? Fucking German Shepherd? I heard it. What happened? 
the hell was that? Could be dog a goose. screeching. Animal? I don't know. Anyways, great everything, DB. <laughs> there we there go. was a dog barking in the building. <laughs> DB, that baby DB. Chuck. Bless you, Chuck dirty. Bless up. you, dirty. Dirty was a big sneeze. Ah, Bless you, dirty. Hope you're okay. Those were sneezes. That was the dog. That was a lot of sneeze. Dirty. Hope everything's okay. Yeah. Get that checked out. Dirty, let's get it checked out because we need to hit a same-game parlay this weekend for the yeah. same-game parlay holiday, Woo! as does the Toxic Table in the pod, as does Hammer, which is in 15 minutes, and that's Hockey Talk, which is on tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, youtube.com forward slash that's Hockey Talk. Great plug, thank you. D-Buddy's on the Pat McAfee Show team for the same-game parlay. Let's go. Parlay. Bullshit. Let's go. That is bullshit. Yeah, we're all just trying to hit. Yeah, exactly. So we should be on all of our teams. We all going to hit. We're all going to hit. I feel great about mine, okay? Yours or We yours? are good. <laughs> but D-Butt should be able to be on all teams. Sorry, I got drafted. Thank you for your help, D-Butt. Can't wait. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, right. we got Bill. Yeah, Bill has put together a couple great He has. And they've actually great been. parlays. They say if you got baloney happening, call Bill. That's call right. Bill. And you say there's baloney happening, mm -hmm. you called Bill. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's what we got going on. He's going to bop it to death and we're going to win. <laughs> Just like that autopilot's uh, Tesla guy. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully everybody's safe there. AJ, great show today. Toxic Table, great work. Tone, great work. Everybody behind the glass, thank you so much. Uh, D-Butt, appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate you, D-Butt. Appreciate you, We'll see you tomorrow as we will see Chuck Pagano as well as we inch one day closer to this super wild card weekend and the NFL playoffs kicking off. We can't thank you all enough. <laughs> Hammer, Dad. 15. We'll see you tomorrow. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Good. Bye. Oh, for TikTok. For TikTok. Yeah. We're stay on TikTok. What's going on, dude? We have no idea if being on longer is better for TikTok. Yeah, who knows? But, Not like, sure AJ said that he was going to learn the dance of the day yep. and sign off the show with it. So <laughs> now is the time to do that for you, <laughs> TikTok. Oh, AJ. Come on, AJ. Bring us home. Bring us home. Mm -hmm. Let's see it. Mm -hmm. Show us a deep little line dance. No, no. AJ, come on. Dab. Come Dab. on. Dab. For TikTok. Yeah. Come on, AJ. AJ. I don't know the new one. What do you one. say, AJ? Yeah. Why don't you Can't do wait. a little dance? Why don't you do a little prance? What? Come on, AJ, what do you say? Why don't you get on that? <laughs> 75 what? <laughs> 75 people? A million. That's awesome. 75 people on TikTok. This was 75 people. Like, Come on, AJ. 80 people on TikTok. Here we go. 75 million? Dab. No, I think wow, it's 7.5 tens. Uh, okay. okay. So. What do you guys want me to do? What should I do? Dance. Do the this, TikTok dance. Yeah, do the oh, soldier boy. What an asshole. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give in to peer pressure, kids. That was a good lesson. Yeah, well, Thank you for that, AJ. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>